Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, Commerce Bank, and Pepsi. Now let's send it to the ballpark. Here's Nate Gatter. From GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, Illinois, Gateway Grizzlies baseball is on the air as this evening on a beautiful Sunday east of the Mississippi, the Grizzlies go for a series victory in the rubber match of a three-game set against the visiting Florence Yalls. Nate Gatter, Brandon Ross with you as we commence our Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network this evening. Whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there. This Bud's for you. Gateway is coming off a disappointing 6-4 loss last night to the Yalls when they allowed a couple of unearned runs in the top of the ninth inning for Florence to win it 6-4. Gateway also had the leadoff runner in the uh, bottom of the ninth out to second base but couldn't do anything further. So the Grizzlies were unable to uh, pick up a third straight win. Instead, Gateway comes in with a record of 4-5 and five off the loss, 3.5 back of the first place Yalls who bring in a record of 8-2. and two. They started with a seven-game winning streak. Then they drop back-to-back -back games Thursday against Washington, Friday here in Sojay, and we will see what they have in store for us coming up here this evening. The Grizzlies looking for a big series victory to get back to 500, and of course the homestand will continue. This is game five of eight straight at home for Gateway. Off tomorrow and then back at it for a 6.30 Central Time Budweiser pregame show on Tuesday evening ahead of a 6.45 first pitch. Sebastian Kiesay, the Grizzlies ace, will be back on the bump in Tuesday evening's ballgame against the Lake Erie Crushers. Cameron Roth's former club coming from the Central Division to Sojay to take on the Grizzlies for the first time with Roth in the gateway dugout. And Kiesay will face a to-be-announced Crushers starting pitcher. So with that in mind, let's go to our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard and start with the Frontier League standings in their entirety. And these include three games that have already gone final. We'll get to those in just a moment. First, across the way in the Can-Am Conference, the Atlantic Division, Quebec leads the way, 5-5. Five and five. It keeps Quebec in first place despite playing entirely on the road for the first half of the season. Quebec hoping July 23rd will be the home opener if uh, negotiations or relations at the U.S.-Canadian border have normalized somewhat between now and then. And the fact that the NHL has come to an agreement with Canada to uh, have cross-border travel for the remainder of the NHL playoffs seems like a good sign for the Frontier League, hopefully, hopefully getting there in the next uh, six weeks or so. New York is in second place behind Quebec, four and six. Tri-City brings up the rear in the Atlantic at two and seven, two and a half back. Meanwhile, in the central, Windy City, or I should say in the Northeast Division, Sussex County is at 7-1, by far the best record in the Can-Am Conference, followed by New Jersey, two and a half games back, and then Washington off the pace by four games with the worst record in the Can-Am tied uh, with, or rather the second worst at four and six. Then in the Midwestern Conference, Central Division, Windy City is in first at five and four, Joliet a half game behind, Schaumburg one back, and Lake Erie at the bottom with the worst record in the Midwestern Conference at two and seven. The Crushers are at the bottom of the Central Division. They are three behind Windy City. In the West, Florence and Evansville have been going back and forth for first place. It's now the Yalls who are back in first at eight and two. The Otters follow a half game behind at seven and two. Then Gateway in third place, four and five, three and a half games back. And the Southern Illinois Miners bring up the rear. They are four and a half off the pace behind Florence in the West. So our action on the Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard today. Windy City already won on the road in Joliet 8-4. Sussex County a win at home 4-3 over New York. And Tri-City wins at home 4-2 over New Jersey. 
Evansville is at Schaumburg. That game is scoreless in the second inning. Southern Illinois has a 2-0 home lead over Lake Erie, also in the second at Rent One Park. Quebec is at Washington. That game is scoreless in the fourth. And then Evansville and Schaumburg will have another game in a doubleheader coming up later on this evening. But that's the only other game that is yet to start, aside from this one between Florence and Gateway. That's our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard on the road. The Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can, too, at huskybus.com. So we are closing in now on first pitch between the Grizzlies and the Florence Yalls in game three of this series and game five of this eight-game homestand that will stretch until next Thursday. Make sure to get your tickets for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Come to gatewaygrizzlies.com or head to 618-337-3000 with, uh, with your cell phone and call into the Grizzlies ticket office and they will get you set up to come out of the ballpark. We have had absolutely perfect weather on this homestand. It's continuing here this evening. Plenty of great seats available for the park at 65% uh, capacity at the moment and hopefully expanding as we head toward July and some big crowds sure to start with that July 4th homestand. Once again, for tickets, gatewaygrizzlies.com or 618-337-3000. We'll get you our Commerce Bank starting lineups and more when we return. Budweiser pregame show will continue next. Stay with us on the Grizzlies Media Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years, Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste, because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. Dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. One eighty over one eleven, and I had a stroke. One forty-five over ninety-two, and then I had a heart attack. One fifty over ninety, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan, or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. 
Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Budweiser Pregame Show on the Grizzlies Media Network. Back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soge, where we continue the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network before Gateway and Florence tango for the third time in the three-game set, a rubber match of the series on this Sunday evening here in Soge. Nate Gatter, Brandon Ross back with you. To the friends you can always count on, Bud Light, famous among friends. Good thing we didn't give you the Commerce Bank starting lineups during the first segment of our pregame show because we had an extremely late scratch for Florence and a subsequent lineup a rearrangement. The scratch was Taylor Bryant, who was supposed to lead off and play second base. He will no longer start for the Yalls, and so that has rearranged some things. Jordan Brower has entered the lineup. That's the only change, but a few position switches had to be made as well. Our uh, two managers, Brian White for Florence, Cameron Roth for Gateway, both in their first seasons, meeting at home plate with the three-man Frontier League umpiring crew to exchange those lineup cards just as we exchange them with you. The umpires are Sean Backus behind the plate, Matt Schofield at first, and Dave Van Zumbren at third. The starting lineups first for the visiting Yalls, who bring in that 8-2 and two record in first place in the West Division, a half game ahead of the Evansville Otters. Will Baker is leading off in center field. He was slated about eighth, but has moved up to lead off with no Taylor Bryant in the lineup, so Baker is back at his usual number one spot. Luis Pintor follows at shortstop. He's followed by Chad Setio batting third. He was supposed to be the first baseman. He instead will slide over and play second base in the updated Yaws lineup this evening. Trevor Crayport is the cleanup man at third base. He's followed by Harrison DeNicola, the hot-hitting DH, batting fifth. Jose Brizuela will bat sixth. He is in right field. Grizzlies killer Jackson Pritchard is in the number seven spot. After heating up in this series offensively, he will do the catching. He's followed by Jordan Brower at first base. The addition to the lineup with Bryant scratched. Brower bats eighth. Rodney Tenney gets his first start of the series. He is batting ninth in left field. A slow offensive start for Tenney, but he came in as a pinch runner yesterday in the ninth inning and scored a big run when the Yalls managed to notch two runs in the top of the ninth without a single base hit to win it 6-4 to four and even the series. They will be defending behind six foot four, 185-pound right-hander Kevin Hahn from San Mateo, California a rookie out of Division II, Stanislaus State, and he will get the ball for the Yulls here this evening in the bottom of the first inning. But first, the Grizzlies alignment under Cameron Roth. In his first year, Gateway is 4-5 and five after the loss yesterday, 3.5 back in third place in the West Division. Abdiel Diaz leads off at shortstop. He is hitting over 300, been a good series for him, and he gets a chance at short with Justin Jones getting the evening off. Jay Prather gets the start batting second and playing second. He's followed by Axel Johnson, the left fielder batting third. Johnson has homered in each of the first two games of this series. Chase Vallow is the DH cleaning up. Nick Rotola will be in right field batting fifth. Connor Owings is getting going, hitting in the number six spot at first base. The number seven hitter is Jose Rosario. He's at third. Andres Regno will bat eighth and do the catching. Dustin Woodcock is the center fielder. He's hitting ninth. 
They're behind 5'11", 195-pound left-hander Aaron Ford from Houston, Texas, making his second start for Gateway. Tonight's starting lineups, as always, were brought to you by Commerce Bank. Challenge accepted. We'll step aside for the national anthem and return for first pitch, the Grizzlies and the Yalls in the finale of this set coming up on a Sunday evening in Soge after this on the Grizzlies Media Network. It's 4 a.m. Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man. You, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm gonna start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No. I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Gateway and Florence ready to go in the decisive series finale of this three-game set with Gateway winning the opener on Friday night and then Florence bouncing back for a late 6-4 victory yesterday. We will decide the series here this evening. Nate Gatter, Brandon Ross back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network here from Soge. That does it for the Budweiser pregame show. Whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there this buzz for you. Grizzlies starting pitcher Aaron Ford throwing his warm-up tosses. 5'11", 195-pound South Bronx from Houston, Texas. He has no record, a 5.78 earned run average after his first start. That was on Memorial Day in Schaumburg. He worked four and two-thirds innings, allowed four runs, three of them earned on seven hits. He struck out four and walked one and did not factor in the decision in an extra inning 6-5 win for the Grizzlies after a Connor Owings RBI double in the top of the 10th. 
Florence will have Will Baker, Luis Pintor, and Chad Setio due up in the top of the first, followed by Trevor Crayport, Harrison DeNicola, and Jose Brizuela. Jackson Pritchard, Jordan Brower, and Rodney Tenney round out the order. The Grizzlies on defense have Johnson in left, Woodcock in center, Rotola in right. Third to first on the infield, it's Rosario, Diaz, Prather, and Owings. Regno is behind the plate, catching for Ford. Tonight's starting lineups, as always, brought to you by Commerce Bank. Challenge accepted. So we are almost ready for Baker to step in on another beautiful evening. A little more wind on Sunday than there has been in the early stages of the series, but first pitch temperatures have all been in the 80s and sunny. Here's our first delivery from Ford in for a strike, and we're underway at 546. 84 degrees and sunny today with the wind blowing pretty hard across the field from left to right at the moment. One strike delivery is fouled off by Baker in the batter's box off himself, and it's nothing in two. Baker is hitting 217 so far this year. He does not yet have a home run. He's driven in three. Walks off the banged up ankle outside the box. It looks like he's actually rolling around the right ankle, which is his trailing leg as he's hitting. But he's climbing back in now. White batting gloves, holds the bat down on the knob. Here's the pitch. He swings and misses in front of a good-looking forward changeup, so a three-pitch strikeout dispatches of Will Baker to start the top of the first inning. All Grizzly strikeouts are brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Play it safe this season. Call Julie before you dig. Simply dial 811. It's smart. It's free. It's the law. So here's Luis Pintor. Righty batting shortstop for the Yalls, hitting 324 with a homer and four batted in. Ford winds and lets it fly. Pintor takes a fastball strike over the inner third, nothing at one. One out, nobody on, just underway in the top of the first inning. The Yalls are back in their all-powder blues, as they've been for all three games in this series. The pitch, Pintor takes down and away for a ball. And why wouldn't they be getting them their money's worth out of the rebrand from the Freedom to the Yalls? Similar color scheme. The blue is much more heavily featured. Big red Yalls cursive script. Very large font across the chest. One and one offering on the way. Pintor rolls it up third and foul. Red and white trim on the edge of the sleeves. Big white numbers with a wide shadow behind them in red. Really making those block numbers jump out in a way that has come back into style in the last few years. Uniforms across all sports. One and two pitch, here it is. Pintor takes a changeup this time that floats outside. Two balls and two strikes. The Grizzlies are, for the first time in the series, wearing their powder blues. So it's blue on blue. The Grizzlies is a little bit lighter. Navy Bears on the gold bat, a la the Cardinals. Two and two pitch. Pintor lines one towards short, but it's backhanded belt high by Diaz for the second out. So Abiel Diaz getting the start at shortstop for the first time of this homestand and immediately called into action for the second out. 
He's been getting a lot of run at second base, so it'll be interesting to see how he holds up there in the long run on the other side of the infield. Because Justin Jones, of course, hasn't been hitting very well. Diaz is hitting over 300, but the coaching staff does understandably love Jones's defense at short. First pitch strike into the lefty batter, Chad Setio. And it has been superb. And so you'd hope that Diaz can play shortstop at a comparable level, but that's a pretty high bar. One strike delivery. Setio takes just high, ball one. Ford works from all the way over on the third base side of the rubber. Here he comes. Sadio pops it up off the end of his bat, third base side, and that's going to float up and over the screen behind the gateway dugout and a couple of rows deep into the stands. So one ball, two strikes on Sadio, who brings in a 351 average. He has homered once, but added five doubles and seven runs batted in. I'm more impressed with that foul ball. It's for those who don't know, it's Bark at the Part Night. There's a dog right on top of the Grizzlies' dugout. Didn't even flinch. He's a gamer. He knows what's up. For the windup, 1-2 delivery. Sedio takes a fastball high. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody on, two men out. Top of the first inning for the Yaws. Gateway trying to put up a zero, which has been difficult in first innings in this homestand. 2-2 two two pitch. Swing and a roller up first and foul. Gateway has been scored upon in two out of four first innings so far in this homestand for a total of three runs. Windy City scored twice in the first on Thursday, and Florence scored one yesterday. Two and two delivery again is again jammed out of bounds up first and foul. Maybe try tacking outside this time. Asedio's getting around on these, although he has been jammed. He's not going to be able to do a whole lot with them. Ford gets his sign from Regno, and he comes back. Sedio pops it up, foul left side this time, and back out of play over the concourse. Shows what I know. He's covering the plate. I mean, you figured he was going to go there when he set up that time on the extreme third base side of the rubber. Usually that's a sign you're trying to go away from the hitter from wherever you're coming from. Gateway plays Sedio to pull, both on the infield and the outfield. Ford's 2-2 delivery once more. Sedio pops it up. Left side, going to drift into foul ground. Rosario over to his right, has enough room and makes the catch a stride or two before reaching the fence, separating him from the first row. So a 1-2-3, top of the first inning for Aaron Ford. A strikeout, a lineout, and then a pop-up in foul ground to Rosario. After half an inning, Florence nothing. Gateway coming up on the Grizzlies Media Network. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the US Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. 
Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of his students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. The Gateway Grizzlies are coming to bat in the bottom of the first inning in a nothing-nothing game, which has been something of a rarity on this homestand. And in fact, Aaron Ford just became the first Grizzlies pitcher, and we've gone entirely through the starting rotation now, game five of this homestand, to work a 1-2-3, top of the first. So Gateway is feeling as good as it has in a week coming to the plate to start this home first inning with Diaz, Prather, and Johnson, then Valo, Rotola, Owings, Rosario, Regno, and Woodcock against... Six foot four, 185 pound rookie right-hander Kevin Hahn on the mound for the Yoles. In his first start against Southern Illinois on Memorial Day at home, he allowed four runs all earned over five innings. He works out of the stretch and deals to Diaz who takes high and outside for a ball. The Miners had seven hits off of Hahn in those five innings. He didn't walk anybody, but he struck out only two. Diaz, the switch hitter, bats from the left side. Han sets, and the 1-0 pitch. Diaz takes, just low ball two. Abdiel is hitting 308. He has not yet homered. He's driven in three. Han works from all the way over on the first base side of the rubber. And his 2-0 offering on the way. Diaz takes a strike of the inside edge. Relatively tight zone so far for Sean Backus, our home plate umpire. Matt Schilfer joins him at first. Dave Van Zumeren in the rocking chair at third. Two and one offering now. Diaz grounds it sharply off the mound, skidding up the middle into center field, the base hit. Leadoff single for Abdiel Diaz, and the Grizzlies are in business right away in the home first inning. First Grizzlies hit of the ball game, brought to you by Montclair Animal Hospital. If your furry friend isn't feeling well or in need of an annual checkup, you can bring them to Montclair Animal Hospital, where their mission is to give each pet their full attention. So here is Jay Prather, the lefty batting second baseman, appearing in his seventh of the Grizzlies' ten games this year. Han ready, and the pitch. Diaz runs right away and then changes his mind as Prather takes a strike just above his belt. Diaz didn't get a very good jump and then slipped on his first or second stride and reverse course. Jordan Brower holds him at first. Hans ready. And a pitch. Prather takes a change up low. One ball, one strike on Jay, who brings in a 261 average with one home run and three RBIs. He crowds the plate. His back left toe is just about touching the inside line of the batter's box. One and one pitch, Diaz runs this time. It's a changeup for a strike. Pritchard throws from his knees high and late. Diaz has his first stolen base of the season. A single for Diaz and he immediately steals second. And now you wonder if there weren't two strikes, if the Grizzlies would 
consider a bunt already for Prather, especially because of his speed. But at one and two, Jay is going to have to be swinging away most likely. On the stretch, and here he comes. Prather takes well outside. Two balls and two strikes. You also think now at this point he's aiming to pull to guarantee the move over to third, and I think that's why you're starting to see Hodna just trying to throw outside to force it towards the left side. Although at the same time, his defense is now playing Prather a little bit to pull, especially with Pintor, the shortstop, bouncing in behind Diaz at second base. There's a hole on that left side. 2-2 two -two pitch is a changeup, and it's lifted in the air to short left center field. Center fielder Baker comes in at two is right, makes the call and the catch, and Diaz holds it second, one away. Grizzlies trying to strike first in this scoreless game, bottom of the first inning, and here comes Axel Johnson, who is quite capable of doing exactly that, having homered in each of the first two games in this set. Axel now hitting 207, two home runs, seven batted in. Straightaway stands on the left side. Right-hander Hahn comes set at the letters. Looks to Diaz at second and delivers. Johnson waves and misses at a fastball with a little tail on the outer half. There are four left-handed batters and one switch hitter in the Grizzlies starting lineup tonight. And three of them hit one, two, three. Switch hitter Diaz and then Prather and Johnson a couple of lefties before the first right-handed batter Chase Valo, who's on deck. The pitch. Johnson pops a changeup straight back over the screen and foul out of play. No balls, two strikes on Johnson. One out, Diaz at second. Putting the immediate pressure on the young right-hander, Kevin Hahn. Lawrence defense has Tenney in left, Baker in center, Brizuela in right. Third to first on the infield, it's Crayport, Pintor, Senio, and Brower with Pritchard catching for Hahn. Two-strike delivery. Johnson takes a changeup that dropped a lot and bounces into Pritchard in the end ball one. That's a good changeup, though, if he can deceive enough with it. Often becomes then about the arm action. Johnson bends slightly at the knees in his straightaway stance, holds his hands low around the letters, a little circle of the bat pointed straight up and down. One-two pitch is a fastball high and wide. Two balls and two strikes. Diaz at second, one out. No score in the last of the first. Hahn straightens with his sign. And throws. Johnson takes again low. Three balls, two strikes. He would be happy to take a walk. Valo on deck, of course, packs, packs plenty of punch as well. Although hasn't been quite as hot as Axel in this series. Three balls, two strikes. Hahn is ready, and the payoff pitch. Johnson rolls it toward third off a skidding hop. It's gloved by Crayport down to a knee. He collects, throws a little wide to first, but Brower keeps the bag with his right toe as he stretches out toward right field to make the backhand catch. And there are two down with Diaz still at second base. And now the two-out RBI opportunity falls to the aforementioned Valo. Valo trying for a bounce back performance today. Did reach once, drew a walk in the first inning yesterday, but snapped that eight game hitting streak to open the season. 
Nobody paying a whole lot of attention now to Diaz at second. He's getting a big lead very deep in the baseline, creating that good angle at third base so that he could score. The pitch, Valdo takes just high and outside. So Diaz will get really deep back toward the edge of the infield in left center, and that allows him to be creeping a bit toward the plate as the pitch comes in, and then when he takes off running, he'll already have created that angle around third as quickly as possible and score. Valdo takes a fastball, again, just a little high and outside. Two balls and no strikes. Chase hitting at 375. One home run, three RBIs. Nothing, nothing in the bottom of the first. Two outs and Diaz at second after his leadoff single and then a stolen base just three pitches later. Time called the plate by Jackson Pritchard, the all's catcher. Wind is really whipping now. Looks like it's coming more in from left field than anything, although Valo could pierce it. 2-0 offering. Chase checks his swing on a changeup down and away. Three balls and no strikes. Nick Rotolo would be next, and Nick has had an interesting series. Four hits in his many trips, including a homer and a double in the opener, then struck out four times, or I should say against Windy City. 3-0 pitch is taking low ball four, so here comes Rotola, two on and two out of the first. Rotola had that four-hit game against Windy City on Thursday with a home run and a double, then struck out four times in game one of this series Friday. Followed it with an RBI double and a one out of four performance yesterday. So up and down homestand. But when he's on, he is lethal. Diaz at second, Valo at first. Two men away. Gateway and Florence have no score. Bottom of the first of this Sunday rubber match. Here's the pitch. Fastball taken low. So Hahn has missed with five in a row. One ball, the no strikes on Rotola. Now Connor Owings is on deck. Certainly not somebody Hahn would want to face with the bases loaded. Hahn stretches and his 1-0 delivery. Rotola takes a fastball low and outside. That one's not even particularly close. You wonder if this is a rare situation, especially for a hitter of Rotola's prowess with his kind of power, where you'd even consider a 2-0 take sign. Probably not, because Cameron Roth wouldn't want to micromanage, but certainly Rotola will be hitting in a very small zone here. Hahn is ready and lets it fly. Rotola takes a very generous strike off the outside. Two and one the count. Potentially an at-bat changing decision by Sean Backus. On stretches again and pitches. Rotola swings and misses at a fastball down and outside. Probably would have caught the corner, especially based on the previous zone. And it's two and two. One thing we saw with Dave Van Zumeren behind the plate yesterday is that he started wide, but that zone narrowed as the game went along. Which makes it interesting because you see that a lot more commonly than the reverse. But Backus has started, for the most part, a little bit tight until that 2-0 call. 2-2 pitch. 
Ratola swings and misses out front of a really good changeup. So the rookie Han is able to recover after a rocky start. He put a couple of men on on one hit, but they're both left on the bases. We head to the second, Gateway nothing and Florence nothing on the Grizzlies Media Network. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. <laughs> Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has pre-diabetes, with early diagnosis, pre-diabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Trevor Crayport leads off for Florence in the top of the second inning. 229 hitter, three homers, five batted in. Waits from the right side for the southpaw, Aaron Ford. Wind up in the pitch. Crayport takes a fastball low, ball one. Crayport will be followed by Harrison DeNicola and Jose Brizuela in the middle third of Brian White's Yalls lineup after Ford went 1-2-3 in the first. Crayport takes inside, 2-0. Baker Pintor and Setio were dispatched without incident in the top of the first inning. Strikeout, a lineout, and a pop-up in foul ground to the third baseman, Rosario. 2-0 delivery. Crayport tops one softly up the first base side and foul. Or I should say up the third side and foul. And it's 2-1 and one on Crayport whose three home runs easily lead the Yalls. Nobody else even has two. Ford ready at two and one, and he brings it in. Fastball taken low, three balls and a strike. That one, two, three inning for Ford was the first for a gateway starting pitcher in this homestand, which is in game number five. Three, one offering. Crayport tops it up third. This time it's fair for the moment, but bounces wide of the bag at the last second. And fortunate for Rosario because he didn't really have a play there. If he had charged to try to get the first top, it would have been very difficult. 
and he would be would have been running full speed not only in but a little bit away from first base and making it an almost impossible throw but by the time that ball got to him and it stayed fair it took way too long he wouldn't have had any chance probably wouldn't have even thrown the ball to first base so Crayport misses out on an infield single by maybe a foot or two Three balls, two strikes. Nobody on, nobody out. No score in the second. Here's the pitch. Crayport takes outside ball four, and the Yalls have their first base runner on a leadoff free pass to begin the visitor's second. It looked for a moment, especially in the bottom of that first inning, like Gateway was going to immediately capitalize on the opportunity that was given to the offense with Ford working a smooth first inning for the first time in his homestand for Gateway. With Diaz having the single and then stealing second, only three pitches into Prather's at bat. First pitch swung on and missed for strike one by Harrison to Nicola. But the Grizzlies were unable to mount anything in the end. Left runners at first and second when Nick Rotola struck out. And it's scoreless as we play in the top of the second with Cray Ford at first base. Nobody out. Lefty to lefty, the one strike pitch from Ford. The Nicola takes outside one and one. For Florence DH, 387 average, a homer, and team best, eight batted in. Gateway infield, a double plate app. Ford sets above the belt, and the pitch. Runner goes. De Nicola takes outside ball two, and there's no play whatsoever at second base. Regno didn't even come out of his crouch. It was a great jump for Crayport. He went first move. Ford was into his leg kick, and so Crayport has his third steal, not only of the season, but of the last two games. He swiped two yesterday. Two and one pitch. Nicola takes a changeup just off the outer edge. Three balls and one strike. That's a little bit concerning, though. I would think the Yalls will be quite interested in continuing to run if it's going to be that easy on a consistent basis. 3-1 pitch now to DeNicola is on the way. Outside ball four. So back-to-back -back walks to Crayport and DeNicola. Two on, nobody out, and Jose Brizuela coming up. That doesn't affect Nick's the impact of the stolen base, but now you got the two runners on, and... You know, when things usually start to break up against a dam for the Grizzlies in the early going on the pitching staff, usually it breaks. A lot of times Grizzlies find themselves behind early and having to claw back. Yeah, they've done a good job early this year of clawing back, and you like to see that kind of resiliency from a club, especially on the offensive side, but you'd hope that Gateway doesn't have to do that all season long. Pitch to Brizuela is a fastball taken for a strike of the outer edge. And of course, that sort of thing is generally not sustainable for an entire season. If the Grizzlies expect to be a winning ball club, they're probably gonna need a little bit more consistency from the rotation in the early innings. Left-hander against left-hander. Ford sets third base out of the slab, spins and looks back to second where he had Crayport leaning, but nobody was breaking in to cover the bag, so there's no play. Two on, none out, no score in the second. Brizuela hitting 233, no homers, no RBIs. 
He swings and lifts a soft liner off the end of his bat. It's caught by Diaz on the move. He throws the first double play. Soft liner behind the bag on the right side of second base. Prather went into a dive, couldn't get there, but Diaz was playing over toward the bag to try to keep Crayport close, and he was able to run over to his left, cross past second base, make the catch, and then with Crayport diving back, he couldn't get to second base, but Nicola had gone entirely too far off of first, and Diaz doubles him off easily, two men out. Now Jackson Pritchard, right-handed batter for the stretch, and here he is. Swing and a fly ball, lifted high into left center field, medium deep. Woodcock wanders back from center to his right and makes the catch to end the inning. So an inauspicious start for Aaron Ford with back-to-back -back walks, but a line drive, 6-3 double play, and then a fly out to left center, get him out of it with no damage. No runs, no hits, a man left. Bottom of the second is next with no score on the Grizzlies Media Network. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, hon. What you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No. I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo. Do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Three, two, one. Oh no. Which button am I? Oh. When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, guys, a little help up here? In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear. Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. Calling the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 just tough is like calling me, D-Nice, just a DJ. Call it fresh with an available interior work surface for putting in work or getting in lunch. Call it connected with standard Sync 4 technology plus a huge available 12-inch touchscreen. Call it capable with available Pro Power onboard outlets for tools or turntables. Call me D-Nice. Actually, tough this smart can only be called F-150. Introducing the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. Connor Owings leads off the home second for the Grizzlies. Nothing, nothing in the decisive third game of this series on a Sunday evening in Soge. Florence right-header Kevin Hahn back to work after he allowed a leadoff single and later a walk in the first inning but stranded two on. Only out of the stretch, he sets at the letters and delivers to the lefty batter Owings who takes a curve for a strike at the knees. Connor batting 226, does not yet have a homer. He's driven in one. He'll be followed by Jose Rosario and Andres Regno. He's six, seven, eight batters for Gateway. One strike delivery. 
Owings takes a fastball for strike two, just above the bell of the outer half. So a good mix from Hahn. And the rookie is ahead, nothing and two on Owings. Upright, open stance, very back of the box on the left side. The pitch. Connor swings at a changeup and pops it up. Left side foul out of play. Han takes a lot off that changeup, but it does seem like based on the arm action and the release, you can probably pick it up a little bit early. That is, shouldn't say you. You if you are a professional baseball player. I couldn't pick that up. No, neither could I. Although I'd probably just sit on it because I couldn't catch up to the fastball, so I'd probably just hope for a changeup in the three pitches that I'd see. Two-strike delivery again. Owings takes one that bounces, and it's one and two. I'd love to see if you and me could even try to hit a fastball at that speed. No, couldn't be done. <laughs> I can tell you I saw 88 in high school a couple times, and uh, it might as well have been 108. I, I barely saw it. You could hear it, though. One-two pitch. Owings grounds it sharply to the right side, but playable for the second baseman, Setio, to his left, scoops it, and flips sidearm from short and right on to Brower at first for the out. So Owings is retired and a one away for Jose Rosario, who has a 222 average this year. No home runs, a couple of RBIs. You at least make foul contact? That's a good question. I got a foul tip in a an exhibition game we played in the preseason against Matt Veerling who was pitching for CBC, which is a big school on the west side of St. Louis. Pitch to Rosario, is a fastball popped up, short right, slicing toward the foul line, slicing hard with the wind blowing it, and that's gonna get all the way out of play. Off the bat, I thought that maybe even had a chance to stay fair, let alone playable. And the spin and mostly the wind just shoved that thing out of play. Nothing in one on Rosario. Veerling, at the time, would have been a high school senior and that was a good CBC team. Jake Berger was the third baseman, and he became the first-round pick of the White Sox a few months after that. And he's at AAA now in Charlotte. Had a lot of injuries he's dealt with in his career. One-strike pitch to Rosario is a curve that stays high, one and one. Veerling was going to Notre Dame, where he became an all-ACC outfielder, and, and now he's at AAA with the Phillies in uh, Lehigh Valley, just outside Philadelphia. One and one pitch. Rosario chops it to third, a high first top for a charging Crayport. He sets his feet, flings to first, and beats Rosario by a step and a half, two down. Nobody on for the Grizzlies in a scoreless game last of the second with Andres Rangno coming up. And Veerling was probably throwing 86 to 88, and I did get a, I did get a good tip off of him. And I, I got a foul tip off of uh, or a, or a regular foul ball off of Anthony Heron, who was uh, a Cardinals draft pick out of, out of uh, Afton High School. He was probably throwing 90-91, but that was that was the best it got. You got to take your wins or you can get them. Regno takes inside for a ball. I didn't have to face any like really good pitchers in high school. I probably the best pitcher I faced probably touched 90. I, I struck out on four pitches. I did get one foul tip. He ended up pitching go. at Harvard. That's a win though. That's a win. 1-0 pitch. Ragno takes a strike, one and one. It's all about managing expectations. Easily hands down, though, best player I played against. Uh, Aaron Sabato, actually just a first-round pick this past year of the Twins. Growing Speaking up a Yankees fan, I, I was so angry. Yankees were one pick behind. One and one offering on the way. Ragno fouls it off right side out of play. 
Speaking of AAA, former Grizzlies reliever Grant Black called up to AAA today by the St. Louis Cardinals. He was picked up prior to the 2020 season after a couple of years with Gateway. And they had him at AA Springfield where he was doing pretty well out of the bullpen for the Springfield Cardinals in what was formerly the Texas League. One, two pitches, a changeup bounce to second. It's scooped up by Sadio, and he throws to first to end the inning. One, two, three. But Grant called up to start for the AAA Redbirds today, and he pitched four scoreless innings. Congratulations to Grant Black, and with the Cardinals' bullpen in the shape that it is, who knows, maybe we'll get to see a third Grizzly reach Major League Baseball and get to do it right here in St. Louis. That would be something special indeed, but congratulations to Grant, his dad David, and the entire Black family. Great people. Contributed a lot on and off the field to the Grizzlies, and we are thrilled for Grant's continued success. No score after two. We head to the third on the Grizzlies Media Network. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill, and just past that vintage denim jacket, you spot miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, that's the scent of shopping success, because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak. I'd walk. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Jordan Brower leads off for the Florence Yalls in the top of the third. A nothing-nothing ball game after two in the rubber match of our weekend series here in Sojay. Gateway left-hander Aaron Ford walked a couple to start the second but got out of it. And he deals to the lefty batter Brower who takes a fastball inside ball one. Brower will be followed by Rodney Tenney in the nine hole and then Will Baker the leadoff man. Only two Yalls have reached base. Crayport and DeNicola who had walks to start the second then Jose Brizuela lined into a double play turned well by gateway shortstop Abdiel Diaz 1-0 pitch Brower lifts one off the end of his bat into left but it's slicing right back into the path of Axel Johnson to his left to make the catch one away 
That brings up Tenney. Ford has struck out only one, and he has those two walks, but nothing has been hit all that hard off of him, with the exception of the lineout to short by Luis Pintor back in the first. And here is the left-hand batter, Tinney. A speedster who the Yaws used to pinch run yesterday in their two-run top of the ninth inning when they scored two without the benefit of a single hit. The pitch. Tinney grounds it to short. Diaz will have to hurry. He sets his feet, throws to first, just got him. Tinney retired by half a step on a good play by Diaz. That's fairly routine, even with Tinney's speed. It's one of those, though, that shows the awareness of an infielder because if Diaz were playing that like he had a regular runner getting down to first, that would become a much more difficult play very, very quickly. Instead, it's a ground out to short, and there are two down for Will Baker, who struck out his first time. The pitch is taken outside for a ball. It was a three-pitch strikeout for Ford against Baker to start at the top of the first inning, but he has not had another one since. Lefty to righty, here's the 1-0 offering, and Baker takes any high changeup for a strike. The windup and the delivery. Baker swings and misses in front of another one that looked like a changeup or something that had a little something taken off. And it's one ball, two strikes. Ford's next pitch will still only be his 37th of the evening. He's thrown 22 of his first 36 for strikes. Nobody on, two men out, scoreless game in the third. And a 1-2 delivery. Take in off the outside corner for a ball. Not far away, Ford did a little skip off the mound toward the third base side, but that would have been a generous strike three for Sean Backus to give. Two balls, two strikes, the count on Baker. For the windup, and here it is. Baker waves and misses over a slider below his knees, and Ford can go skipping off the mound toward the third base dugout. With another 1-2-3 inning, his second of the night, and both have featured a strikeout of Baker. Brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. We head to the bottom of the third. Gateway nothing, Florence nothing on the Grizzlies Media Network. In the wake of a disaster, what one thing can you send that will help people the most? A blanket, a tent, a sandbag, a doctor. Actually, if you send a monetary donation, you send all these things. Even a small donation can make a big impact and can quickly become exactly what people affected by disaster need most. In the wake of a hurricane, your monetary donation can make a huge difference to those in need. To donate, visit supporthurricanerelief.org. That's supporthurricanerelief.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. <coughs> when I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Hey, Kevin, thinking about retirement? I've thought about it, but it's too late for me to say. With Avo, a retirement coach, it's never too late. Where can I learn more? Visit your retirement today. 
message from AARP and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Nothing, nothing as we head to the bottom of the third. The Grizzlies have Dustin Woodcock leading off. Left-hand batter in the number nine spot against right-hander Kevin Hahn. The pitch, Woodcock takes a fastball off the plate outside, ball one. He'll be followed by the top of the order, Abdiel Diaz and Jay Frather. Only one combined hit in this game. Gateway has it. It was a leadoff single from the aforementioned Diaz starting the bottom of the first. Hahn sets at the letters and his 1-0 pitch. Woodcock bounces it to second off a couple of hops. It's taken belt high by Setio, who flips overhand to Brower at first base for the out. That is five straight retired by Hahn since the single to Diaz and then a two-out walk to Vado in the first inning. The Grizzlies left both on. Lawrence has also had two base runners, both in the second. Walks to Crayford and to Nicola to start the inning. The Yalls had two on, nobody out, but then Brizuela lined into a double play. And one man was stranded. Switch hitter Diaz, bats left-handed against the righty Han. The pitch. Diaz swings in front of a changeup and misses, nothing and one. But Abdiel hitting over 300 now. And had a single in the first, along with his first stolen base of the season, but was stranded at second base. On over the first base out of the rubber, only from the stretch. Here he comes. Diaz loops one softly in a right field toward the foul line, and that is going to get down for a base hit in front of Jose Brizuela, who cuts it off casually, but keeps Diaz at first with a single. So there have been two combined hits in this game between both teams, and they both belong to Abdiel Diaz. Brizuela either got a great read and just knew he'd have no chance at that ball or he's not really feeling right field today because there was not a lot of pep in his step over to his left. To be fair, I think it's clear that he wouldn't have been able to get there no matter what based on how that play developed. Jay Prather now, and he takes outside. Ball one to another left-handed batter. This is four in a row, nine, one, two, three, if you count the switch hitter Diaz. Brower holds him at first. The third baseman, Crayport, is even with a bag, maybe a step inside. Hahn holds, still holds, and time called by Frather at the plate. I'm not sure there was even a sign on that one other than hold the baseball. And interesting with Diaz, that's now four multi-hit games for him. Only ten for the Grizzlies so far this year. Throw to first, and it gets away. Diaz was late to see it. He's up to his feet going to second. Brizuela still just getting to the ball, but a stop sign for Diaz at the last moment. Had Abdiel recognized that ball got away just a little bit faster and been able to pop up and go, he might have had a chance to get all the way to third, and that would have been a big additional 90 feet with one out in this third inning. As it stands, though, on the error charge to Hahn, 
Diaz moves up to second. And he's in scoring position with one away. Nothing, nothing game in the last half of the third. Prather crowds the plate, back of the box, open stance, bend at the knees, left side. On the pitch, Prather takes a changeup that stays high. Two balls, no strikes the count. Jay flied out into short left center his first time. Axel Johnson, who has homered in each of the first two games of this series, is on deck. 2-0 delivery. Down and in. Ball three. Hahn is ready again. Short look to Diaz at second. Diaz thought about taking off, and there's a strike to Prather. Diaz took a step or two hard. I guess he was just trying to throw Han off because if he had been thinking about running, he got just about the perfect jump. He probably would have kept going. It does it, make sense, though, that he would just try to jar a ball four. Now the three and one pitch to Prather on the way. He fouls one back over the screen out of play. And it's three balls, two strikes. Well, thankfully, I didn't park there today. Always taking uh, your chances at behind the ballpark. GCS Credit Union Ballpark is just low enough that a couple will generally get out, even at good velocity, going straight back in any given game. Diaz at second, one down. No score in the third. Three balls, two strikes on Prather. And now the payoff. Diaz takes off for third. Swing and a miss by Prather on a low changeup. And Abdiel dives in head first with his second steal in the first three innings. Unfortunately for him, though, he waited until a 3-2 pitch. So now there are two men out after the strikeout of Prather. Second for Hahn this evening. And an out will no longer get Diaz home from third. So here's Axel Johnson, who grounded out to third his first time. Lefty batter close to the plate in a straightaway stance. Hahn throws, Johnson takes, a knee-high fastball for strike one. Diaz is two for two with two steals, and the rest of this game combined. Any player for either team, Hahn ready in the pitch. A slider that drops in for a strike, 0-2. Is a combined 0 for 16. With three walks. Diaz is the first man for either team to reach third base. No balls, two strikes on Johnson. Hahn is ready. And he fires. Johnson waves over a changeup below his knees and strikes out. So a three-pitch K for Hahn, who had only struck out one through two and a third, but he strikes out Prather and Johnson back-to-back -to, -back to strand Diaz in scoring position for the second time already this evening. No score after three. Brandon Ross will have it for you when we get back. It's a nothing-nothing ball game. Headed to the fourth on the Grizzlies Media Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. 
but when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years, Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste, because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. Dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. On to the fourth we go at GCS Credit Union Ballpark. Still no score between the Grizzlies and the Yalls in the rubber match of this three-game series. Heading into the off day for Gateway. Grizzlies trying to head in with a win. Gateway got a runner on third base in Abdiel Diaz before back-to-back -back strikeouts from Jay Prather and Axel Johnson ended the frame. Diaz now stranded in scoring position twice in the first three innings. Aaron Ford, the lefty, starts on the bump in inning four. The first pitch shown to the righty Luis Pintor is a fastball missing inside, 1-0. Luis Pintor, the birthday boy, 1-0. 27-year-old now takes up and in for ball two. Lined out to shortstop his first time up. Pintor waits, 2-0. Another fastball. Looked like the same spot, but this time called a strike from Sean Backus. This zone's starting to be a little bit more inconsistent. One tap of the black bat on home, the 2-1 pitch. Foul tip into the mid. It rolls away, but that's strike two. Two to the count, no out, no one on, no score. Top of the fourth inning. Yells trying to get something started here with two, three, and four, two up this inning. But still no hits yet for Florence. Only a couple base runners on walks. Two, two pitch. Chopper over toward short fielded waist high. Diaz zips to first in time for the first down. And credit to Abdiel Diaz making his first start at shortstop tonight. Played plenty of second, but none yet on the left side of the infield, making a very strong case. Had that snag off the line drive on the opposite side of second base and the throw to first for the 6-3 double play. And with one out, here's Chad Sedio. The lefty takes a fastball. It misses low for ball one. Sedio popped out into foul ground where Jose Rosario caught it near the net his first time. Working against a lefty. For the second time this series. 1-0. Fastball up and in called a strike. Here are the hands 
would have been very tough for Sedio to even try to turn around on. 1-1. Shot foul off home and back. 1-2. Ford's already got a pair of strikeouts tonight. Both of them came against the leadoff man, Will Baker. Sedio rocks the bat above his left shoulder. 1-2. Loped into left center. Shallow into the gap. A quick chop from Johnson from left. Ranging to his left makes the catch for the second out. Two up, two down. And now seven in a row. Set down by Aaron Ford since giving up back-to-back -back walks in the second inning. The line six, six to three double play actually got that stretch started from Diaz. And with two gone here in the top of the fourth, still no score. Here's the righty Trevor Crayport. First pitch from Ford. Fastball low and away, but nicks the dot, the corner of the zone for strike one. Crayport, the first of those two walks. Wound up stealing second. Oh, one. Chopper left side, but foul. Stole a base, wound up being irrelevant as DeNicola drew the walk right behind him. But then Brizuela hit into the double play that caught DeNicola back at first base before Pritchard ended that inning. 0-2 the count, lefty to righty, Ford kicks and deals. Fastball misses well outside into the opposing batter's box. If the inning continues, DeNicola's on deck. 1-2, high chopper towards third, scooped off a low hop by Rosario, throw to first is in time, and looks like Trevor Crayport actually tripped over his own bat on his way down the first baseline, so he made it about 15 feet. There was no effort even required. I mean, hey, you see a top 10 blooper every once in a while here. One, two, three again for Aaron Ford. Eight straight set down by the lefty. And we go to the home half of the fourth. Still scoreless between the Yells and Grizzlies on the Grizzlies media network. Kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much. I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man. <gasps> You, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot. Have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
4-5-6 coming up for Gateway in the home half of the fourth inning. Rubber match of a three-game set between the Grizzlies and the Ulls at GCS Crying Union Ballpark. So far, no score. And only two combined hits, both from Abdiel Diaz at the top of the Gateway order. Ford with four no-hit innings to start off this ballgame. The righty Kevin Hahn still on the bump for Florence. He deals to Chase Vallow first pitch. Chop foul left side. It's 0-1. Vallow, the only other... Grizzly, aside from Diaz, to even get on base. Drew a walk with two outs to make it first and second back in that first inning before Nick Rotola struck out to end that frame. Rotola grips the white tape on the black handle of his bat, 0-1. Checks his swing before chasing a curveball. It went low and away, so it's 1-1. One one. Hans line so far, the two hits, just the one walk. No earned runs. Three Ks on the early evening as well. 1-1. Fastball frame job on the outside corner. Works for Pritchard. And follow behind 1-2. Quick jersey adjustment with the right hand for Valo. Stretch of the bat. Now the rock above his right shoulder. Out of the stretch on first base side deals. The 1-2, same spot, but this time a ball. Now starting to get really inconsistent. Multiple times just this inning. Consecutive pitches have seemingly hit the same spot, but have gotten different calls. Round glove just tied for Han 2-2. Fastball paints inside, but just inside. Fills up the count. Heavy wind out towards right. Sky still in full brightness in Soje, west of the Mississippi, or east of the Mississippi, I should say. 3-2, fly ball right side and well out of play. We'll do the 3-2 dance again. Wind's been blowing out towards right field. Now coming a little more in, so it'll be a little unfriendly to these Grizzly hitters in the home half of the fourth. Trying to break open a scoreless ball game against the Ulls and trying to claim the rubber match of this three-game set, get back to 500. 3-2 to Valo. Hard rope over to short to Hopsfield at backhand. Pintor over to first in time off a hard throw for the first out. So a long AB for Valo, seven pitches. He's set down and it brings up the five hitter Nick Rotola. He's the best man for this spot, three home runs. And five RBIs. That three home run mark leads the team. Righty to righty matchup. Rotola with a red barreled bat above his right shoulder. First pitch, curveball up and in. Rotola has to turn away. Would have clipped his front shoulder otherwise. It's 1 0. Hans being a little more efficient in terms of getting those strikes. 1 0. Fastball down the middle for strike one of this AB. Han now with. 34 strikes, 24 balls. At the beginning of this game, it was more like the opposite direction. Well, finding the zone a bit easier now. 1-1. Chopper towards third. Off the back of the bag. Backhand. Can't get corralled by Crayport. It rolls in front of him. And Rotola beats out the infield single.
It was a tough play behind the bag. It went off the back part of third base. Crayport couldn't handle it off the hop. It was deep into the gap, basically in foul ground at that point. And he is credited with the hit. So that's the first non-Abdiel Diaz hit for either team today, but more importantly for the Grizzlies. Runner on first with one out. Rodola is the go-ahead run for Gateway. With a comfortable lead off of first, the lefty Connor Owings in the box to face the righty Han. Out of the stretch, first base side, corners in for Florence. First pitch, runner goes. Fastball outside, called a strike, throw down to second, well late. Rosola had slid into the bag by the time the ball got there. About five feet left to the bag, would have been a bad throw and a hard tag, but Rosola makes it all not matter. Rotola now with his second stolen base of the season. And he's in scoring position for Owings. The lefty has that friendly win going back, flowing out to right field now. 0-1 to the lefty. Breaking ball low and in, in the dirt, but Pritchard takes it off the chest, keeps it in front of him. He calls time to go re-corral with Kevin Hahn to try to talk some words. Looks like he might have been shaken up by Nick, what Nick Rotola was doing behind him. Off second base, he was doing a big dance with a big lead. Could have jostled him into throwing a bad pitch. The count is one-on-one -on, -one on Owings, who grounded out to second his first time. Until that Rotola single. No one except Abdiel Diaz had so much has gotten a hit. Valo had earned a walk, but that was the only other base runner. Big lead off second for Rotilla with one out. Still scoreless. 1-1 one, one the count on Owings. Two peaks back from Hahn. The kick and the throw out of the stretch. Fouled away left side, and the count's 1-2. You know, it's surprising today. You have the typical array of children chasing after those foul balls. I haven't seen any dogs try to chase off a foul ball yet. Again, this is... Park of the Park night at GCS Credit Union Ballpark. A lot of good boys and girls in attendance. You can hear a couple of them barking off in the distance right now. Call it a cheer for Owings, why don't we? One, two, the count. Hun peaks back to second and deals. Fouled off, same spot. Owings steps out. Chokes up a bit more and takes a practice hack before settling back into that lefty box. Owings coming in just 226 and one RBI. That was on the double in the 10th inning on Memorial Day at Schomburg to secure the gateway win. One, two. Chopper right side of the infield. Long run left for Sedio. He gets there on the run, falling back, throws to first in time, secures the second out. In the meantime, Rotola up to third, so go ahead, run for Gateway, and the first run for either team today, just 90 feet away for Jose Rosario. Connor Owings looks like he took a tumble or is coming up limp somehow. A little uncomfortable after that run down to first. Jeff Manzo, the athletic trainer for Gateway, intercepts him on his way back to the dugout. He's jogging on the way back, but it looks like it might be something neck or shoulder. He seemed to be wincing and pulling his arms around on his way back. 
Gamaroff meets him in front of the dugout as he comes back in. So the athletic staff will tend to Owings. We'll give you an update when we have one. In the meantime, there's no score here at GCS Credit Union Ballpark. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. And with two outs, the Grizzlies have Rotola on third base and Jose Rosario in the righty batter's box. Rosario has a pair of RBIs, but barely above a 200 average. First pitch, fastball, called a strike on the outside corner. First time up tonight in the second inning, Rosario grounded out to third. Now with Rotola on third, wind blowing back in his face, 0-1. High arc and curveball stays too high, it's 1-1. If the inning continues, Righty Andres Regno waiting behind Rosario on deck. On out of the stretch, first base side. Brown glove just high and fires. Fouls it off right at the L's dugout. Off a slow roller, it's 1-2. Kevin Hans gotten out of two jams already with a runner in scoring position that would have given the Grizzlies the lead. That was in the first, escaped with a strikeout and then the third escaped with two strikeouts. Righty Rosario waits, can batten circles above his right shoulder, Han delivers one, two. Fastball low and away. Han's kept a clean sheet after giving up four earned runs in five innings in his first start of the season against the Miners. 2-2 the count, two outs. No score, runner on third, here's the pitch. Fly ball, left center field, running back Baker into the gap. He waves off the left fielder, Tenney, as he camps under to make the catch for the third out. So for the third time today, Gateway gets a runner into scoring position, and yet, no results. One hit, no runs, one runner left on in scoring position, Rotola at third base. We go to the fifth, still scoreless, between the Grizzlies and Yalls in this rubber match on the Grizzlies Media Network. Presents what to expect when you're expecting a teenager learning the lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
March along to the fifth inning at GCS Crichton Union Ballpark. Still no score between the Grizzlies and Yells. Gateway got a runner onto third base back in the fourth inning, but a ground out and a fly out ended the frame before the Grizzlies could break the game open with the first run. On that ground out to second base, Owings was struggling with his upper body after gunning it down the first baseline. He is now out of the game. Justin Jones has replaced him at first base. Certainly an interesting decision, but really no one else you can go to infield-wise that's not in the lineup. Perhaps Eric Jones, who's a catcher by default, but he has not played anywhere else defensively. And as a fellow infielder, Jones makes the replacements. First time playing first this season as Aaron Ford deals to Harrison DeNicola to start the inning. The first pitch is fouled off the end of the bat left side for strike one. DeNicola one of only two base runners so far in this game for Florence. Both of them coming by way of the walk. 0-1 from Ford. Foul tipped back into the mitt of Regno behind home. It's 0-2. No hits allowed yet for Aaron Ford through four innings. The two walks surrendered for, to Trevor Crayport and DeNicola back in that second inning before a line 6-6-3 six, six, double play and a fly out to left prevented the Yells from scoring. DeNicola will be followed by Brizuela and Pritchard, 0-2 pitch, breaking ball outside. A little bit of a late release on the third base side of the rubber for Aaron Ford, but certainly doing a lot better than his first time out against the Schaumburg Boomers. 1-2 pitch, fastball fouled off home and then off the right wrist of DeNicola while he was still in the box, so the ball immediately dead. And it's still 1-2. Ford, his first appearance, went four and two-thirds, four runs, three earned, four strikeouts, one walk. That was on Memorial Day against the Boomers. 1-2, DeNicola takes another fastball just outside, evens the count. I don't mean to be an umpire basher, but that's been a strike multiple times today and a ball multiple times today. Out of the full line, the kick, the throw from Ford. Pop up left side of the infield, foul ground, Rosario rolls back and then chases in from third, runs right in front of the Grizzly dugout to make the catch above his left shoulder for the first out of the inning. So DeNicola set down for the first time tonight. And going back to DeNicola's walk, Make that nine straight retired for Aaron Ford. Just an out away from getting to where he got his first time out. Fell short of being able to earn the decision unless it was a loss. And he did not earn that decision. First pitch to the lefty, Jose Brizuela. Cut on a missed curveball, chasing away. Strike one. Grizzlies wound up being down four nothing. Came back to even it up at five in the ninth. 0-1 pitch. Brizuela watches a curveball go to the same spot, well away for ball one. And then come the 10th, Connor Owings hit the decisive RBI double into the right field corner to give the Grizzlies a 6-5 win. 1-1 pitch. Fastball low and away in the dirt. Regno just reaches out the left hand, stops it with the glove in its place. Rizuela's last time up was that double play I mentioned just a second ago. 
The shift halted there and still in place here. Diaz, the shortstop, just 10 feet left of second and on the outfield grass. 2-1, curveball low and away. Third straight ball on the third straight curveball tailing out of the zone. Rather, the second baseman in shallow right, probably about 10 feet deep. Rosario, about 20 feet to the right of third. Jones, the first baseman, playing deep behind the bat. 3-1 pitch to Brizuela. Fastball low and away, and that's ball four. So that ends the streak of ninth straight retired for Ford. Third walk surrendered. He's only struck out two today. First base runner since the second inning for Florence. Puts the go-ahead runner on base in this scoreless ball game. 0-0 here in the top of the fifth. One man already out, so double play situation. And it could end the inning on a roller into the infields. Quarters in. Prather and Diaz shading closer to the second base bag. The righty Pritchard in the box. Lefty four kicks and deals. Roll on the ground towards third, but bounces just left of the bag. And it's strike one. First time up, Pritchard flight out to left. And Pritchard had a really strong day yesterday. Reached on three of his four trips to the plate. Or check that, two for three. I'd originally remember back and thought Rodney Tenney replaced him on the base pass, but it was actually a pinch hit appearance for Pritchard yesterday. Pip, throw over to first out in time. Rizuela is still standing there. And he's a guy who could really run. Already four stolen bases on the year for Brizuela. Ford peaks to first out of the stretch 0-1 pitch. Fastball at the chin, it's 1-1. So in that two for three yesterday, Pritchard started it off with a two-run home run. Helps put the Yalls out to a 4-0 lead in route to their 6-4 win over the Grizzlies last night. Another throw over to first, Brizuela back in standing. Struck out his second time, singled in the seventh before getting replaced for Rodney Tenney in the ninth. Trevor Crayport ended up catching the home half of that frame. 1-1 pitch, Brizuela goes. Fastball outside, throw down from Regno. Tag applied in time! I'll be honest, Brizuela was safe. Looked like the foot got in ahead of the tag. But... Matt Schofield rings up, or excuse me, Dave Van Zumeren rings him up. And Regno catches him stealing for the first time this season. Rizuela was a perfect four for four. And on the questionable call, he's rung up at second. And now there's two gone in the inning. Base is clear. 2-1 pitch to Pritchard. Breaking ball dives low and in. That's huge for Ford. Still working from the short wind. Third base side, 3-1. Fastball, called the strike on the outside corner. It's full count, three and two. Pritchard had already dropped the bat on the home plate and taken a couple steps towards first. Now he has to take the black bat back up, regrip and resettle. Gold Chandler logo facing Ford on the bump. From the wind, 3-2. 
Hard rope into left center, that drops base hit. Cut off in the gap by Johnson, ranging in from left. Hard throw in, keeps him at first. And so here with two outs in the fifth inning, Florence finally gets its first hit of the ball game. Ends the no-hit bid from Aaron Ford. But it took him all the way through the same juncture, at least innings-wise. He made it through the entirety of his outing first time up. Four and two-thirds, surrendering three earned and four total. But now only just one hit, no runs, two strikeouts, three walks. Pritchard on first, Jordan Brower at the plate. Next pitch, loped same spot, drops in, base hit. Hard turnaround second, and Pritchard will hold there. Back-to-back -back singles after four and two-thirds innings with no hits for Florence. Now the go-ahead run in scoring position. And the first runner in scoring position since that second inning. Ford takes a long walk back to the bump, and Cam Roth's going to go out to talk to him. Still no action in the Grizzly bullpen. So Ford's day not looking to be done anytime soon. This is the best spot that the Yells have had all day. They did have first and second in that second inning before the L6-6-3 double play. Back pick to the runner at first base. But this is still a two-out spot, so Ford can relax, and he can still pitch from the windup if he wants. Pritchard on second. Not really a threat to run. He hasn't even tried this season, so he could probably take it easy and go from the windup. He gets the nine-hitter, Rodney Tenney. No hits yet in this series. Reached on a fielder's choice in the ninth inning. Pinch hitting for Pritchard yesterday. First time up in the third, he grounded out short. Has friendly wind to his pull side and right. Ford peeps back to second, turns, doesn't throw. Pritchard dives back in head first. Lefty waits. Lefty Ford sets, two peaks back to second. The kick, the throw. Fastball outside for ball one. Go ahead, run for the Yells is on second base. Base hit could bring him home. Still scoreless. Approaching the midway point of this contest, the rubber match of a three-game set at GCS Credit Union Ballpark. 1-0 from Ford. Fastball just outside. Regno tried to convince home plate umpire Sean Backus that that was on the edge, but not a convincing enough case. 2-0 now the count. Top of the order waiting behind him. One tap with the white-barreled bat on home. Tenney adjusts his helmet. Rocks the bat up and down on his left shoulder. 2-0 pitch. Shows bunt, pulls back. Strike call, throw down to second, a back pick. Pritchard not in time. The infield in mass started to run off the diamonds. But Dave Van Zumeren calls him safe after the tag. A short conversation between Diaz and Van Zumeren after that play. Pritchard had done a full commit, was about halfway down the baseline as a result of that secondary lead. Andres Regno stood up and threw a quick zip down to second base off a hop. 
Beautiful throw, beautiful tag. Looked like it could have been an out, but Van Zumeren says safe. It was a strike, so it's 2-1. Another look over from Ford. No throw, runners move back, standing. So 2-1 now the count, two outs, top of the fifth. Jackson Pritchard on second, Jordan Brower on first. Each with the first two hits of the ball game for Florence. Ford out of the stretch, 2-1. Fastball, paints the outside corner, strike two. Teddy didn't buy that one. He steps out, shakes it off. One slow practice hack now, two, for settling back into the box. Basic will give the Yells the lead. Ford trying to escape the inning unscathed. Only two hits surrendered, both to the last two batters. Pritchard on second, Brower on first, and time called before the pitch. Denny backs out and takes another half practice hack. Readjusts his all white gloves. Grips the candy red handle of his white barreled bat. Colors matching the Yells jerseys. Or at least those colors on the jerseys. Lefty to lefty, 2-2. Foul the opposite way, curling out of the ballpark and we'll do the 2-2 dance again. This will be the sixth pitch of the at bat. Aaron Ford trying to keep this game scoreless. Going into the bottom half. Friendly win to right for Tenney. Now the power hitter, 2-2. Curve ball, tails away, full counts. Aaron Ford visibly frustrated, exclaimed something as he wound up at the foot of the mound before getting the ball back from Regno and resetting. Makes one adjustment of his cap with his left hand. Reapplies its left foot to the rubber, third base side. 3-2 count, two outs, runners are gonna go. Scoreless ball game in the top of the fifth. One peak back to second from Ford, he'll look back to second and force the runners to return standing. Lights starting to turn a little brighter even though the sky's still nice and blue slash gray. Not a really blue sky, but still bright out here in Sojay. Full count, here's the pitch, runners go. High chopper over the mound, Diaz collects on the run, throws off his back foot to first in time to end the inning. Hard charging play from Diaz, but he gets it over, and the inning is over. Two runners stranded, one in scoring position for the Yells. Halfway done here in Gateway, well, here in Sojay, I should say. Onto the home half of the fifth, still scoreless on the Grizzlies Media Network. Story of a very special woman. Just a few knew about her superpowers. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her Mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. <laughs> Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, 
Let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Strong outings from both starters. Only five combined hits for the Elves and Grizzlies. As we enter the home half of the fifth, still scoreless. An 8-9-1 due up for Gateway. The Elves just had two runners on, one in scoring position. Pritchard on second, Brower on first. Before Rodney Tenney hit a ground ball to short. Abdel Diaz made an athletic play and throw to first to retire the side. Andres Regno, a righty, leads off against the righty Han. First pitch, skied up, right side of the infields. Just two steps in, now three from Sedio. Camps under and makes the catch for a quick first out. Han never had a no-hit big going. He gave up a single to Abdiel Diaz to start the game. But of the three hits, two of them were to Diaz. Nick Rotolo, the only other one to get a base knock through. After the pop out to second, there's one gone, still no score, home half the fifth. Dustin Woodcock, the lefty, settles in to face the righty Han. Out of the stretch, first base side, the pitch. Fastball goal to strike on the outside corner. Woodcock, ground out to second, his first time up. No hits in the bottom four of the order for Gateway. In fact, no base runners in the bottom four of the order for Gateway. 0-1. Curveball right down the middle, strike two. You could understand why Woodcock didn't swing. It looked like it was going to hang high. He took a hard, late, slow drop into the zone at the last second. Now behind 0-2. Red barrel on his left shoulder. The pitch. Hard rope down the line. Bounces just foul. Looked like it might have snuck over the bag. But Matt Schofert says it went just right. Nonetheless, Woodcock stays alive. Strong outings from both these starters to the point where here in the fifth inning, neither team has even sent anyone into the bullpen, not even stretching. Out of the stretch, 0-2. Fouled off opposite field and curls out of play into the stance. Don't have to think about it for a little bit. But getting up there in terms of the pitch count, 74 right now for Hahn. Imagine at least someone getting loose in the next half inning. 0-2. Change up called strike three outside corner. Woodcock let it sail on by. He immediately stood up, stared off into the distance, and just walked off. He knew it right away. That's the fourth strikeout for Kevin Hahn on the bump. First one looking, and there's two gone. 
Two up, two down to start the home half of the fifth. Four in a row for Kevin Hahn. Now draws the top of the order, and the only man who he hasn't set down yet, Abdiel Diaz. Lefty waits, first pitch from the righty. Hahn fires a fastball below the knees for ball one. A pair of singles for Diaz, and also a pair of stolen bases. Swiping second in the first, third in the third. But both times being stranded in scoring position. Trying to get something started with two outs in the scoreless ball game. 1-0 pitch. Diaz chops it high over to second base. Sedio takes a couple steps in on the run, flicks it to first in time for the third out. Just the second one, two, three inning of the game for Hans. Still only three hits allowed and no runs coming across through five for either side. On to the sixth we go, still scoreless on the Grizzlies Media Network. Hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me, I wanna show you something. Flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Three, two, one. Oh no. Which button am I? Oh. When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, guys, a uh, little help up here. In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear. Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. So the sixth we go at GCS Credit Union Ballpark. Still no score for either side. And only five combined hits. Two for the Yells, three for the Grizzlies. But both of those Florence knocks came back in the fifth inning. Jackson Pritchard with the first single. Jordan Brower with one right behind him. Both wound up stranded after Rodney Tenney grounded out to short to end the inning. Top of the order coming up to face Aaron Ford for the third trip through the order. Will Baker to lead things off. Having struck out a pair of times. Actually, the only two strikeouts of the day for the lefty Ford coming against the righty center fielder. He steps in trying to do better this time. Out of the full line, third base side, the pitch. Fastball up and away, ball one. Ford's first start only went four and two thirds innings. Already five full. 1-0. Fastball up near the chin, 2-0. He also gave up three earned runs. And none today. 
Still no action in either bullpen. I would have figured with the pitch count on Han closing in on 80, they would at least start 2-0. Shows bunt pulls back at the last second. The fastball went over the middle for strike one. Baker just getting a little creative there. Immediately drew quick charges from Justin Jones, the man who came in to replace Connor Owings at first in the fourth inning, and Rosario on the other corner at third. Lefty to righty, 2-1. Chopper off the end of the bat towards second. Hard run in, fielded backhand. Prather zips to first in time to secure out number one. Prather playing his natural infield spot for the first time this season. Had been only an outfielder his first few games. Taking the spot that is now Dustin Woodcox in the outfield. Originally Rotola playing in center. Now in right, and Prather was in right fields though not naturally an outfielder. With one gone top of the six, still scoreless, Luis Pintor, the righty, settles in to face the lefty Ford for the third time. First pitch L, foul tip into the middle Regno for strike one. Line out to short, ground out to short for the shortstop, Pintor. Just a lot of love for the left side of the infield tonight. Settles back in, back half of the box. They kick the throw from Ford. A one-fisted the opposite way and out of play, landing just to the right of the metal stands at the back of the ballpark. Pintor behind a quick 0-2. Takes a long time outside of the box before finally settling back in. Ford's been waiting in his stance for about 10 seconds. He deals. Chopper towards third, fielded at the ankles. Rosario between his legs, rips to first in time for the second out. Two batters, two ground outs. Now three in a row retired for Aaron Ford, who before a walk in two singles in the fifth had set down nine straight. But still only three hits surrendered. Three walks as well, but no runs coming across and the base is still empty with two gone in the y'all's half of the six without a score. Chad Sedio, the 0 for two lefty settles in. First pitch from Ford. Roller up the middle, behind his legs. Diaz backs him up in the gap, throw to first in time. The shift works again against Sedio. Diaz was only about 10 feet left of the bag and on the outfield grass. Took a few steps left, rifled across the diamond and all three straight ground outs, 4-3, 5-3, The sixth inning comes to a close, at least in the top half. Grizzlies coming up in the bottom half without a score here at GCS Credit Union Ballpark. Gateway trying to take the lead on the Grizzlies Media Network. Live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. <laughs> Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Man, 
I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Grizzlies half of the sixth inning at GCS Credit Union Ballpark. Rubber match of a three-game set between Gateway and Florence. Still no score between the Yalls and the Grizzlies. A 1-2-3 top half for the top part of the Yalls order. Now 2-3-4 coming up for Gateway. In the home part of the sixth inning, Jay Prather, the lefty batter to lead things off. With an 0-2 line on the night. Flying out to center in the first and striking out swinging in the third. Still facing the righty Kevin Hahn for his sixth full inning and finally some action in the Florence bullpen. First pitch, hit off the end of the bat, opposite way, curling down the line, it drops fair and rolls into the corner. Heavy turnaround first, Prather's got him for two and he's in standing with a leadoff double. Prather can get those crafty hits. Peels it down the line, just out of the reach of a charging Rodney Tenney into the corner. Bounces actually out. Over near where the locker rooms are. And Prather reaches with a double. Runner in scoring position, the go-ahead run for the Grizzlies. To lead off this home half of the sixth for Axel Johnson, who's played hero a couple times the last couple nights. The decisive three-run home run in the first game of this series. Tied it up at four to complete the four-round comeback yesterday, even though it did not lead to a Grizzlies win. A pair of home runs for him on the season now, coming the last two days. First pitch to the lefty. Roped into right. It'll drop in front of Brizuela, base hit. But very quickly to him, Prather holds at third. That makes it runners on the corners after the Johnson single. And with nobody outs, brings up the big bat chase follow. It's another righty getting loose for the alls. And now Chad Rose, the pitching coordinator for Florence, gonna go out and have a chat with Kevin Hahn. It's a tough spot for him right now, but he's had a heck of a night. He's given up five hits, two of them just given up back-to-back -back to start the sixth, a double to Jay Prather, a single to Axel Johnson. But also four strikeouts, and only one walk. Chad Rhodes ends the meeting. It's another righty getting loose down the right field, the Ellis bullpen. Confirm it once I know for sure who it is. And follow the righty finally settles in. 0 for 1 on the Knights. And before Volo even gets to take a swing, now manager Brian White's gonna come out. What is this?
So he's got to be taking the ball because you can't just do that. And yes, he is. Chad Rhodes comes in, the pitching coordinator, immediately leaves the field. And as soon as Volo steps into the box, White steps out and pulls the plug. Jared Cheek, a right-handed pitcher from Western Florida, set to take the bump for the Owls. We'll tell you all about it when we come back on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway has two runners on, first and third, with nobody out, chance to take the lead. Kids presents what to expect when you're expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Jelly, jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous, as in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org, brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. So I'm going to swallow my words on one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Jared Cheek has been exiled back to the right field bullpen. Cam Roth came out and argued with the umpires saying that Brian White cannot make the move to yank Han immediately after a mound visit. And Roth seems to have won the argument. Han returned from the dugout and is on the mound to face follow. So I imagine no matter what, this is going to be the last batter that Han faces. Righty to righty, Volo 0 for 1 on the night. First pitch, curveball taken for a strike inside corner. That definitely seemed a bit inside on him. Volo with a ground out to short and a walk back in the first inning. The only one Hans allowed today. As Johnson on first, Prather on third. Out of the stretch, Han kicks and deals. Curveball skied up, foul ground back, and that's going to go towards the sweep and roof bound. Lala quickly behind Owen too, so this may not end up biting Brian White as much as he is thinking it will. This seemed inevitable that Han was gonna get pulled. Now at 92 pitches, or excuse me, 82 pitches on the evening. The count getting up there. 0-2 the count, out of the stretch the pitch. Another curveball popped up, right side, that's out of play yet again. Going to split the men's and women's bathrooms down the first baseline. Oh, we got our first dog chasing a ball. Looks like a golden following his owner to go after it. Again, it's Park in the Park night at GCS Credit Union Ballpark. Got some majestic good boys and girls all around. Henry sets. 0-2, Johnson goes. Pitch is fouled away right side and out of play. That might be the only situation you ever see Axel Johnson trying to take off. It's a first and third play, so in a scoreless game in the bottom half of the sixth inning, expect Gateway to try and get creative. Johnson would probably have had an unobstructed path to second. I imagine there wouldn't have been a throw because probably there's too much of a risk in trying to take home from the throw. 0-2 pitch. Curveball popped and fouled right side again. And again, 
Owner and retriever chasing the ball. Owner hands it to his fellow Fido, says good boy or good girl. I can't tell from up here. Johnson on first plate, Prather on third. Nobody out, bottom of the sixth. Still no score at GCS. Hahn in the stretch, kicks and deals. Johnson goes, swing and a miss from Valo. That's strikeout number five and out number one here in this home after the sixth inning. Now Johnson up to second, so a single could play two runners for Gateway. And Brian White will finally make the move, taking out Kevin Hahn to end his day after five and one-third instead of five and no-thirds. Jared Cheek gonna come into the game with two runners inherited from Hahn. We'll tell you all about him when we come back on the Grizzlies Media Network. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. <laughs> Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Jared Cheek is the new man on the mound for the Florence Yells in the bottom of the sixth inning, replacing Kevin Hahn. After five and a third innings in which he surrendered five hits, walked one, struck out five. However, he could end up being charged with runs. None right now, but Jared Cheek, the right-handed pitcher out of both the University of Georgia and Georgia Southern. Settles in, first pitch from him, righty to righty, is a fastball, swung on and missed for strike one. Facing Nick Rotilla, another right-hander. Singled his last time up, got stranded on third. Struck out his first time against Tom. Infield all the way in, from all fronts, 0-1. Soft fly, shallow right center, both outfielders converge. Baker makes the call and the catch in the gap. Prather takes off for home, throws in on a hop, tag applied, in time, guns out Prather. Catch and throw out, fly out to eight, eight to two. Prather's gun down and the game's still scoreless after six. Prather had a great beat on the ball. Rotilla sent it out pretty deep into that gap. But Baker with a beautiful throw off of only one hop and a fantastic decision by 
the first baseman, Jordan Brower, to let that ball sail through. Pritchard takes the hop, slaps the tag down, gets Brayther on the back before the left hand crosses the plates. And after six, we're still scoreless. Nate Gatter will take back over when we come back on the Grizzlies Media Network. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking you questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Three, two, one. Oh, no. Which button am I... Uh... When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, guys, a little help up here? In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear... Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple... Trevor Crayport leads off in the top of the seventh inning. The Grizzlies have gone to the bullpen for Carter Hayes. He takes over for Aaron Ford on the mound. Right-hander against right-hander. Hayes delivers a fastball taken high for ball one. It's a nothing-nothing ball game. The Grizzlies and the Freedom still scoreless as we go to the top of the seventh with four, five, and six due for the, the Yalls. Hayes deals. And Crapeport cracks a line drive into left. It's down for a base hit. That is the first man to reach against Hayes as a Frontier League pitcher. He had gone nine up and nine down in three appearances, including two perfect innings with four strikeouts in his last outing against Windy City earlier in this homestand. That was on Thursday night. He worked the seventh and the eighth without allowing anything. So Crayport at first, nobody out, and here is the lefty batter, Harrison DeNicola. He takes down and in. It's stabbed well by Regno, less that have gotten by him and pushed Crayport into scoring position. Crayport's now one for two with a walk. DeNicola is 0 for one. He walked back in the second along with Crayport, then popped up to third his last time. Hayes pitches, DeNicola shows bunt, drops it on the first base side, a good one. Jones is off to grab it, flips to Hayes covering, and an out at first base. Hayes collided with Prather. The second baseman was also frantically trying to cover, and DeNicola is just out, according to Matt Schofert, our first base umpire. So that is a three to one sacrifice bunt. It pushes Crayport to second base. The Grizzlies had a Bunt coverage on with the third baseman Rosario charging and the first baseman Jones staying back. So Prather was not initially coming over behind him to cover it first. And Hayes was falling off the mound to the third base side. So that bunt was perfectly placed, but the Grizzlies were able to recover and get the out. Crayford at second. One out for the lefty hitter Jose Brizuela, still looking for his first RBI of the season. He lined into a double play in the second and walked and was caught stealing his last time in the fifth. Hayes delivers, 
Brizuela takes a changeup down and in for a ball. Nothing, nothing in the top of the seventh. Florence has Crayport at second and one out. Aaron Ford will not factor in the decision despite six scoreless innings. The pitch, fastball taken for a strike over the outside. It's one and one. Ford worked six, no runs on two hits. He struck out two and walked three. He's ready at the letters. A look to second. Now the pitch. Crayport takes off for third. Brizuela sends a high fly ball into medium deep center. Woodcock took two steps in. Now a couple to his left and makes the catch. Crayport has plenty of time to retreat to second. And he is back to the bag with two men out. That will bring in Jackson Pritchard, who has flied to center himself, singled his last time in the fifth inning. Gateway nothing, Florence nothing. Two outs, top of the seventh. Crayport at second base after a leadoff single. He moved up on the sacrifice and then was trying to steal third, but Brizuela flied out to center. Pritchard settles into the righty box. Hayes from the third base side of the rubber, stares in for the sign. Ball in his bare hand behind his back. Hands together at the chest. And a pitch. Fastball taken just inside ball one. He's a six-foot-one, 205-pound right-hander from Salinas, California, out of the University of the Pacific. Third appearance. He has worked three and two-thirds now. No runs on one hit. He struck out five without a walk. He nods at Regno's sign. And the 1-0 offering to Pritchard on the way. Fastball taken just inside. Regno was set up outside, and Hayes undoubtedly missed the target by a substantial amount. But that was still over the plate, and Cameron Roth is saying something to that effect from the top of the Grizzlies' dugout on the third base side to Sean Backus, who turned to him and said something back. Roth doesn't say a whole lot from over there in the dugout. 2-0 pitch bounces into Regno, who blocks it well. Three balls, no strikes. But Cam has a, a real case there. That was a strike. It was still over the plate. He missed the glove by a lot but you can see what Camp's point was Carter Hayes escaped the Grizzlies bullpen see if you can escape Twisted Key escape rooms if you're looking for a fun collaborative activity with family friends or colleagues head to Twisted Key escape rooms in Collinsville 3-0 pitch Richard takes down the middle for a strike They'll help you embrace the challenge of a physical adventure game in which your team solves a series of puzzles and riddles using clues, hints, and strategy to escape the room. For more information, visit TwistedKeyEscape.com. Crayport at second, two down. No score in the seventh. He takes off for third on a 3-1 pitch that's fisted into short right. A couple of hard steps in for Rotola, but he slows and makes the catch to end the inning. So Hayes not as efficient in the strike zone as he was when he was near perfect on Thursday night against Windy City, but he retires the side around a leadoff single and strands Crayford at second. Time to stretch in Soje. Gateway nothing and Florence nothing. Still our score on the Grizzlies Media Network. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. 
Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Hey, Kevin. Thinking about retirement? I've thought about it, but it's too late for me to say. With Avo, a retirement coach, it's never too late. Where can I learn more? Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Kevin, thinking about retirement? I've thought about it, but it's too late for me to say. With Avo, a retirement coach, it's never too late. Where can I learn more? today. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Gateway nothing and Florence nothing as we head to the bottom of the seventh inning. If you uh, didn't come out today to the ballpark, you are missing out. Not only because we've seen a very nice baseball game, but because Grizzlies public address announcer Tom Calhoun, whose voice you might know as the voice of Enterprise Center, home of the St. Louis Blues, and the public address announcer for the 2019 Stanley Cup champions for the better part of four decades now, just announced free ice cream for everybody left in the ballpark. So maybe still time to come down and get your ticket, ice cream included. Watch the final couple of innings of this ball game. Righty to righty, Jared Cheek delivers to Justin Jones, who takes a very low strike for the first pitch of the inning to make it nothing at one. Jose Rosario and Andres Regno to follow, six, seven, and eight here. Jones is getting his first at bat of the night. One strike delivery. He checks his swing on a fastball, though. One ball and one strike. He took over for Connor Owings, who hurt himself on a ground out to second base in the fourth inning. Jones has played since, but the Grizzlies have only sent one more than the minimum to the plate. Swinging a bouncing ball up third. It stays fair, and it kicks off the backhanded attempt of Crayport to allow Jones to reach on an infield single. So that is the sixth hit of the night for the Grizzlies. And Jones is on as the potential go-ahead run with nobody out in the bottom of the seventh inning and Jose Rosario coming up. The signs are coming from James Keller. We'll see if there might be a bunt here. Right-hander against right-hander. Cheek sets at the belt. A spin and a throw to first where Jones had maybe a two-step lead and he is back easily standing up. First baseman Brower holds him. There's a very big hole on the right side of the infield with a second baseman Setio shaded up the middle double play depth. Third baseman Crayport is in. The pitch. Rosario swings, lines a fastball over second. It's down into right center, a base hit. Cut off by the center fielder Baker. Jones moves up to second. Two on with nobody out. On back-to-back -back gateway singles from Jones and Rosario and Andres Regno coming to the plate with two on and nobody out in a nothing-nothing game in the seventh.
Dustin Woodcock is on deck, then the top of the order, Abdiel Diaz. Greg, no doesn't seem like the man to sacrifice, but this is the situation if there ever was one. Cheek is ready. Regno shows bunt. He drops it back toward the mound. Cheek scoops it. He throws to third, and they get the out. One to five on the fielder's choice. Regno bunted it hard and pretty much right back to the mound. It was handled smoothly by Jared Cheek. The Yalls had a very aggressive bunt defense on with both corners crashing. In the end, Crayport was able to easily recover and take that throw at third. But both the second baseman... Setio and the shortstop Pintor were bailing out from the middle toward their respective bases on either side, first and third respectively, to cover. Nobody was covering second. That allowed the Yalls to potentially have three men crashing to field the bunt. Here's the lefty batter, Woodcock. Cheek ready, and the pitch. Dustin swings at a high changeup and fouls it straight back to the screen. The danger there is if... Andres had pulled his bat back and been able to slap the ball on the ground anywhere in the middle of the field. And we're talking anywhere. With anything on it to get past the pitcher, it would have been at least an RBI single. And if you could hit it in a way that it dies in short center, it could drive in two potentially. One strike pitch. Woodcock bounces one toward first. Pass Regno. Glove by Brower. The backhand goes to second for one, and that's all they will get. So Jones was forced out. Rosario now moves up to third with Regno forced out at second. That one goes three to six. Woodcock is aboard on the fielder's choice and the Grizzlies have gone from first and second, nobody out, to runners on the corners two down with Abdiel Diaz coming to the plate. Still a scoreless game in the seventh inning. By the way, on our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, Schaumburg won the first game of the doubleheader up at Wintrust Field 2-1 over Evansville. So Florence with a win would be assured at least a full game lead over the Otters going into the off day tomorrow. Righty to lefty, cheek ready in the pitch. Diaz takes down the middle for a strike. They are not yet underway in the second game of that doubleheader up in the Chicago area. It's nothing, nothing here with Rosario at third, Woodcock at first. One strike pitch from Cheek on the way. Diaz takes a strike at the knees. 0-2 on Abdiel, who is two for three tonight. Single twice, he has stolen two bases. Crowded out to second bases last time. Cheek the stretch. 0-2 offering. After a long hold on the way, and Diaz takes high and wide ball one. Just spitballing here. Imagine a home run derby tiebreaker in a 0-0 game. You know what I think would be fun? I was thinking about this in the home run derby. If the other team's manager got to pick. <laughs> One-two pitch. Diaz slaps it foul off the left side. You still get to pick your own pitcher, obviously, because otherwise it would just become a farce. But if the other team's got a uh, pitcher got to pick among the hitters, among the you can't pick a pitcher to go up. Yeah, there, I was just I'll, about to say. Other than that, you can pick whomever you want. I think that would be an interesting twist. Maybe we can do that the second half of the season. See how that goes. They're on the corners, two down. Nothing, nothing in the seventh. The Grizzlies now have seven hits tonight, but they have not yet pushed across a run. One-two pitch again on the way. Diaz chops it softly up first and foul. The question is, who on the Grizzlies would opposing coaches pick? Yeah, there aren't a lot of good options. In general, I think the Grizzlies have 
the home run derby pretty well sorted. I think they have good options. I think James Keller does an excellent job pitching the VP for Gateway, and that's going to be a big key as the season goes forward. We'll see if other teams improve. One, two pitches low, nearly kicked away from Pritchard. It went through his legs, but just caught a little piece of his right heel. And what looked like is Jordan Cleats. I'm just noticing those, but they're pretty flashy. In this case, they did a more practical job because if that had gone all the way to the backstop, Rosario certainly would have been scampering home. Instead, it's two balls, two strikes, with Grizzlies on the corners and two outs in the last of the seventh inning of a nothing-nothing game. Gateway trying to get back to 500 with a series win over Florence, which came into this set with the best record in the league. Would make tomorrow quite the enjoyable off day for Gateway. 2-2 pitch, Diaz fouls it off. Jay Prather is on deck. If he comes up and the Grizzlies have not yet taken the lead, it will be with the bases loaded. The pitch. Diaz rolls it too short. A charging Pintor gloves it chest high. He throws to first, and Diaz is out. So Gateway threatens again, but goes scoreless again. No runs on two hits, and Grizzlies left on the corners. We move to the eighth inning. Still Gateway nothing and Florence nothing on the Grizzlies Media Network. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Three, two, one. Oh, no. Which button am I? Oh. When every second counts, you can't wing it. Guys, a little help up here? In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear. Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Nothing, nothing as we head to the top of the eighth inning from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soje, where Carter Hayes goes back to work for a second full inning out of the bullpen. Righty reliever works from the third base out of the rubber, only out of the stretch, and he will deal first with the left-hand batting Yall's first baseman, Jordan Brower. Hayes delivers. Brower takes just off the outside for a ball. Brower lined out softly to left field in the third, then singled in the fifth. He's one for two. 
the pitch. Fastball taken for a strike over the inside corner. No runs on three hits for the visitors from Northern Kentucky. They've made one error and stranded four runners. Hayes delivers. Brower swings at a slider, breaks his bat on a fisted squiver to shortstop. A charging Diaz gets it, but on the transfer, he lost the ball, and it'll be an infield single for Jordan Brower. So Justin Jones led off in the bottom of the seventh for the Grizzlies with an infield single. Brower has done the same for the Yalls now in the top of the eighth, and that brings up the number nine hitter, Rodney Tenney, who Brian White used to sacrifice in the ninth inning yesterday. We'll see if he has the same idea in the eighth inning tonight. Gateway, by the way, no runs on seven heads, no errors, and seven left on base. Rosario is way in, no more than 75 feet from the plate. Righty to the lefty, Hayes delivers, Tenney shows bunt, pulls back, and takes just off the plate, ball one. Yesterday's bunt, Tenney dropped on the third base side, Rosario fielded it cleanly and threw it to second, and he would have had the out at second base where Brower was running. 1-0 pitch, Tenney shows bunt. Drops into the first base side. It's a good one fielded by Jones. He underhand flips to the second baseman. Pray they're covering it first for the out. Brower moves to third on the sacrifice that goes in the scorebook three to four, and there's one away in the eighth inning of a scoreless game. Yesterday, Rosario would have had Brower at second base, but his throw was a little too high. And that ended up costing the Grizzlies significantly. And it's a shame for Gateway because Florence ended up scoring two runs without a hit in that inning. Pinch hitter here for the Yalls. Will Baker is going to be lifted to make way for Joe Lytle. Left-handed hitter, previously a Windy City Thunderbolt. Righty to lefty. Hayes looks to second, and a pitch. Lytle takes down the middle for a strike. Lytle is just one out of 11 so far this year. This is his fourth appearance for the Yalls. Only hit was a single. He has not walked. Been hit by a pitch and struck out twice. Third-year professional. One strike delivery. is a backdoor slider for strike two. He has spent time with Evansville and Windy City although that was only a couple of games with the Thunderbolts. And then also in 2019 in the American Association and the Can-Am League with the Lincoln Salt Dogs and the Quebec Capitals, respectively. Brower at second, one out. No score in the eighth. Hayes, two-strike offering on the way. Lytle slaps it foul left side into the screen. Joe Lytle from Yukon, Oklahoma, out of Oklahoma City University. There have been one or two Grizzlies from there. Lytle's in his open stance, left side, very deep into the knees. Big waggle of the bat that he now settles on his shoulder. And the 0-2 pitch again is popped up foul and out of play. Luis Pintor is on deck. Not often, and you don't really love it from Brian White's perspective, that you'd have to pinch hit for your leadoff man in the eighth inning of a tie game. 
to bring in a hitter off the bench who, admittedly, in a small sample size, is one for 11 this year. Brower at second, no score. One out of the eight. Two-strike pitch yet again from Hayes. Here it knows. Spin of a look back at second. Now, Will Baker was not supposed to be the leadoff man for the Yalls tonight. It was supposed to be Taylor Bryant, but he was a very late scratch, maybe 10, 15 minutes before first pitch. And time called now by Lytle at the plate. So that moved Baker from his original number eight slot in Brian White's lineup up to hit first. And inserted Brower, who was not supposed to be in the ballgame. He has two hits tonight. The pitch is a slider fouled off left side, slicing out of play. Brower wasn't even supposed to start this game, and he has two of the all's four hits tonight. Gateway nothing, Florence nothing. Rubber match of a three-game weekend series. Brower is the potential go-ahead run at second base with one out. No shortage of base runners, especially in the second half of this ball game. Hayes ready. Spinning a look back at Brower again. No play. Florence left two on in the fifth, including one in scoring position. Another man in scoring position in the seventh, and they have another out there now in the eighth. Hayes holds, looks to second, a spin and a throw back there where Diaz broke in, but Brower is back standing. Meanwhile, Gateway has left at least one man in scoring position in the first, third, fourth, sixth, and seventh inning. So the Grizzlies have stranded a man in scoring position in five out of seven innings so far, but have not scored. 0-2 pitch. Swinging a foul back by Lytle. He is battling. Lead-off infield single for Brower, moved up to second on the sacrifice by Tenney. Brower leads from second. Hayes looks that way. Two-strike pitch yet again, and Lytle bullets a ground ball down the right field line. It's grabbed by the first baseman, Jones, behind the bag, and he goes to first himself for the out. Brower moves up to third on the hard ground ball by Lytle. Three unassisted in the scorebook. And Brower is now 90 feet away. Cameron Roth, the Grizzlies' first-year manager, is out of the third base dugout to go and talk with Carter Hayes and the rest of the infield, but there's no action in the gateway bullpen. But this is perhaps just a strategy talk. Luis Pintor is a capable hitter coming up. He's 0 for 3 tonight, a line out to short and then ground outs to short and third. But hitting over 300 for the year so far with five extra base hits. And Chad Setio on deck is a left-handed batter with comparably strong numbers. In fact, a little bit better in every category. So unless they were going to walk the bases loaded to get to Trevor Crayport, the cleanup man, there's probably not a lot to say here in terms of pitching around somebody, more likely just revisiting a scouting report. Brower at third, two men out. Gateway and Florence have no score in the visitors' eighth inning. Hayes leans in for the sign, ball behind his back, glove tucked against his left hip, hands together at the letters, and here it comes. Pintor takes a breaking ball though.
Pintor had two hits, an RBI and a steal yesterday. Had an additional RBI single and a walk in the first game of the series. The pitch. Slider taken, low ball two. Sedio is on deck. That doesn't seem like a substantially better option to me. Maybe Cameron Roth feels differently. Sedio only has two hits and 12 at bats in the series. 2 0 pitch. Fastball taken, low ball three. Hayes also could just be missing with these pitches. That's not out of the question, of course. Tanner Cable now is up and throwing in the gateway pen. But unlikely that he would play a substantial part in this inning, or if he does, it'll be bad news for Gateway. 3-0 pitch. Pintor takes a strike. And that's not to say that Tanner Cable couldn't get the job done, but that if he has enough time to get loose and come in before the eighth inning is out, that probably means the Yalls have scored at least one. Brower at third, two down. No score in the eighth. And the 3-1 pitch to Luis Pintor on the way. He fouls a fastball back to the screen, so Hayes has come back from down 3-0 to run the count full. Carter has not had the control that he demonstrated on Thursday night against Windy City when he threw 21 of his eight, or 18 of his 21 pitches for strikes in two perfect innings. He's thrown 18 out of 29 in the zone in this outing, but nobody will care if he can get Pintor. Payoff pitch. Swing and a miss, and a high fastball struck him out. Florence, I guess, wanted a balk. Pintor was immediately looking at Sean Backus, the home plate umpire. The Yalls felt that Hayes, who does like to quick pitch, didn't come set. I would have to assume that's it. At first, I thought Pintor maybe wasn't sure on the count and was surprised that was strike three. Brower and Pintor are staying on the field as though there's gonna be some hope of overturning it, but it does not look like that is the case. So Hayes perhaps gets away with one. We might have to watch that one back later on and determine if a box should have been called that would have given the Yalls the lead. Instead, they strand Brower at third and we go to the bottom of the eighth. Still nothing, nothing on the Grizzlies media network. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot miniature donut earrings you lean in oh, that's the scent of shopping success because at goodwill every item you buy funds local job training and more so bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community goodwill bring good home brought to you by goodwill and the ad council 180 over 111 and i had a stroke I couldn't speak or walk. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California, choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
Sweet strawberry. Jay Prather swings at the first pitch and lines it softly into left field for a base hit to start things in the bottom of the eighth inning. So the Grizzlies have the leadoff man on for the third inning in a row. In five out of the previous seven innings, they have stranded at least one man in scoring position. And somehow, some way, we still have a nothing-nothing game going to the bottom of the eighth inning. These two teams combined have come to the plate 15 times, their respective half innings. And they've left at least one man in scoring position in nine out of those 15. 60% of the time, there's been a man in scoring position to end the inning, but no runs. Now Axel Johnson, and he swings at the first one and bounces it to second. Glove by Setio goes to second for one. Pintor's relay pulled Brower off the bag, and Johnson is safe. It's a four to six fielder's choice, and Johnson reaches at first base with one out. So only two pitches from Cheek in this inning so far. A single to Prather, who's now two out of four. He's cut down four to six at second, and Johnson, who's now one out of four, is on to the fielder's choice. I mean, he looked to be pitching aggressive into contact. I don't think he wants to be pitching to contact against Valo. Here is the powerful righty batter, Valo, who is 0 for 2 with a walk. The pitch. Valo takes a low strike. Nobody throwing in the Grizzlies' bullpen now. Cable is still stretching out a little bit. Looks like Jeff Bramblett's going to get up and just do some preliminary work as well. The pitch, Valdo takes a slider that backed up inside. One ball, one strike. I think during the break between innings when Cheek was warming up, Jackson Pritchard, the Florence catcher, might have still been giving it to Sean Backus, the plate umpire. One and one delivery. Valdo swings and misses at a slider that was up high, and it's one and two. Also possible that he was looking into the Florence dugout, and Pritchard was just in between him and the person he was talking to. It's difficult to tell. 1-2 offering on the way. Valo swings and fouls it off right side out of play. But somebody prompted Sean Backus to yell enough. Lawrence, we presume, wanted a balk called on Carter Hayes to end that eighth inning or top of the eighth. 1-2 pitch again. Valo takes a strike called to end the at-bat. Fastball high and tight. That was not a strike. And Valo is rung up and has something to say about it. I'm not here to jump on the umpire bashing train, but this has been a very spotty, spotty call from every umpire tonight against both sides. Yeah, Florence has certainly had a complaint or two and uh, perhaps justified. We'll have to watch that Carter Hayes delivery back again because that could have been a game changer, obviously, and that that would have scored a run. Two down now for Nick Rotola, righty to righty. The pitch. Rotola chops it to third, a short second hop, gloved nicely by Crayport, sets his feet, throws to first. Brower just held onto the bag on the stretch to retire Rotola. So a leadoff single goes for nothing. The Grizzlies strand Johnson at first. We go to the ninth. Nothing, nothing on the Grizzlies media network. This is the story of a very special woman. Just a few knew about her superpowers. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her Mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. 
Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. <laughs> Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Tanner Cable has escaped the Grizzlies bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key Escape Rooms in Collinsville. For more information, visit twistedkeyescape.com. The 6'5", 225-pound right-hander from South Haven, Mississippi, takes over. Scoreless game going to the ninth. He deals to Chad Setio, who takes a belt-high fastball down the middle for a strike. Setio is 0 for 3, a pop-up, a fly-out, and a ground-out. Tall right-hander Cable works for the first base out of the rubber, out of the stretch. Here he is. Setio takes just off the outer edge, one ball and one strike. Setio will be followed by Crayfort and DeNicola. Three, four, and five in the y'all's order. Nothing, nothing through eight. One and one pitch. Setio bounces it softly to third off a couple of hops. It's backhanded belt high by Rosario. His throw across gets Setio easily. And there's one man out in the top of the ninth. Carter Hayes worked two scoreless innings. He allowed two hits, struck out one without a walk. He threw 30 pitches, 19 were strikes. That brings in Trevor Crayfort. He is one for two with a single, a walk, and a stolen base. Straightaway stance right side against the hard thrower cable. Here it comes. Crayfort takes very high ball one. For the visitors from Florence, no runs, four hits, one error, and five left on base. For the Grizzlies, no runs, eight hits, no errors, and eight stranded. Fastball strike over the inside. It's one and one on Crayport. Cable ready in the pitch. Crayport takes a slider just inside, just high. Two and one. Crayport has power, three homers this year. He could untie the game in a hurry. Tanikola has been hitting well, too, behind him. The pitch. Fastball off the end of the bat, lined into right. It slices down for a base hit in front of Rotola, who cuts it off well before the track and holds Crayport with a single. So he has two hits. Crayport and Brower have combined for four of the five y'all's hits so far tonight. That brings in Harrison DeNicola who has walked, popped up, and sacrificed. 
In the bottom of the ninth, the Grizzlies are scheduled to have Jones, Rosario, and Regno. Six, seven, and eight bat. But they have to get there first in a scoreless ball game. Here's the pitch. Taken outside for a ball. one pitches instead of throw to first. Cable throws it way high. It bangs off the side retaining wall into right field. And that allows Crayport to move up to second on an E1. So both teams pitchers have now made errors on attempted pickoff throws. And that moves Crayport into scoring position. The error for Florence was Kevin Hahn all the way back in the third inning. The cable makes a potentially costly one. The pitch up and away, and Regno might have been crossed up on that. He was lunging for it. Evidently not. He stays behind the plate. Two balls, no strikes, and the lefty batter to Nicola. Crayport at second, the potential go-ahead run with one out. Gateway and Florence are scoreless in the ninth. The pitch to Nicola slaps it foul into the screen of the Grizzlies' third base dugout. And it's two and one. Abdiel Diaz, the gateway shortstop before that pitch, flashed in behind the runner at second, Crayport, to give Cable the option to spin and throw back to second. I'm not sure Tanner particularly fancies that considering he just airmailed that throw to first. Two and one delivery. Danicola grounds one toward the middle. That's going to get through into center. Crayport waved to the plate. Woodcock is up with it. His throw home is going to be late and offline. An RBI single from Harrison Danicola makes it 1-0 Florence in the top of the ninth inning. For the second straight night, Gateway and Florence go to the ninth inning tied. Only for the Yalls to untie the ball game in part thanks to an error by Gateway. So here's the lefty batter, Jose Brizuela, and he takes a fastball for a strike of the outside. Able to stretch, spin on the throw to first, and Nicola dives back. Jones holds the Nicola at first, the pitch. Brizuela fouls it back, and it's 0-2. Brizuela is 0 for 2. Line drive double play, a walk and a fly out. He's also been caught stealing. Pitches a slider, fouled straight back. Still no balls, two strikes. Double play ball is in order for the Grizzlies, and they're playing for it. But what a heartbreaker this would be for Gateway, especially after last night 
At least this time it took a couple of hits. For the moment, the run is unearned, but that could change. Another 0-2 pitch from Cable on the way. Brizuela tried to check his swing on a slider that bounced in, but he couldn't hold up. And home plate umpire Sean Backes says he went around strike three. First strikeout for Cable, only the fourth tonight for Grizzlies pitching. It's brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. And here comes Jackson Pritchard with two out and DeNicola still at first. One-nothing Florence in the top of the ninth inning on an RBI single by Harrison DeNicola. Scored Trevor Crayport from second base after he moved up there on a throwing error. Pitch is a fastball taken for a strike over the outside of the knees. By Tanner Cable, the Grizzlies pitcher, trying to pick him off first, and he threw one way over Justin Jones. So because of that, it's an unearned run for now. One strike offering to Nicola Bluffs off first. Pitches inside. Regno tried to throw awkwardly from his knees down toward first behind Nicola, who got back easily. And Jones had to come off the bag into fair territory a couple of strides to keep that from going into right field. And with the Yells now in the lead, Jonathan Tripp, the closer, is live in the Yells bullpen. The pitch is swung on and missed by Pritchard. So it's one and two. We'll see if Cable can keep the damage at just the one run. But this would be if the Grizzlies cannot respond to at least continue the ball game, if not win it in the home half. The second night in a row that Gateway loses in the ninth inning on exclusively unearned runs. Florence scored two last night without a single hit. One-two pitch to Nicola runs. Swing and a miss by Pritchard on a slider that bounced. And the tag is applied to him by Regno on Pritchard's way out of the box. So back-to-back K's for Cable to finish the inning. Nicely done by the right-hander. But his error allowed Crayford to get to second. And Nicola drove him in. And as we go to the bottom of the ninth, it's Florence 1 and Gateway nothing on the Grizzlies Media Network. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man. You, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners.
Florence one, Gateway nothing. We move to the bottom of the ninth inning from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sauget where the Yalls scored an unearned run in the top of this ninth on a couple of hits, but helped out by an error by the pitcher Tanner Cable that allowed Crayport to get to second before the second single. It came from Harrison to Nicola, drove him home, and the Yalls lead 1-0, needing three outs to complete a series victory and establish at least a one-game lead over Evansville in the West Division through a couple of weeks of the 2021 season. To try to get that done, Florence turns to who else but 6'4", 190-pound right-hander Jonathan Tripp, the lockdown closer for the Yaws from Lancaster, Ohio. An all-star in 2018, an all-star again in 2019. He has saved three games already. It is four appearances for Florence this year, a 3.85 earned run average. He has worked seven innings, struck out seven without a walk. The league is hitting 200 against him. And the first man to face him for Gateway is a pinch hitter, the left-hand batter, Ty Moore. Trip delivers. Moore checks his swing, takes outside for a ball. Ty is one for nine in his first three appearances as a Grizzly. He has driven in one. He pitches for Jones in the number six spot in the order. The pitch. Swing and a bouncing ball to short. Pintor gets it, sets his feet, and throws to first to retire Moore. So one away in the bottom of the ninth, a one nothing Florence lead, and Jose Rosario comes up. Gateway will be extremely disappointed to have allowed an honored run, but also to have eight hits and no runs. Trip, by the way, takes over for Jared Cheek, who worked two and two-thirds strong innings. No runs on three hits with one strikeout. And he is in line at the moment for the win. Tall right-hander Tripp with a high red socks out of the stretch, first base out of the rubber. First pitch to Rosario is a slider down and away for a ball. Andres Regno is on deck. And Dustin Woodcock would be next. 1-0 pitch. Rosario swings and misses at a fastball down around his knees. Jose tonight is one for three. He had a single his last time. Before that, a ground out and a fly out. One and one delivery. Taken for a strike over the outside at the knees. Jeff Bramblett is soft tossing in the Grizzlies bullpen, but oftentimes with trip in to save a ball game, it's wishful thinking to imagine there will be anything further. One, two delivery. Rosario takes strike three called. Fastball to the outside corner at the knees again. Rosario has something more to say to Sean Backus, but he is sent packing on the strikeout for Tripp, his first and the seventh for y'all's pitching. The Grizzlies' last hope is personified by Andres Regno. Regno is 0 for 3. And he takes a fastball strike. He has grounded out, popped up, and reached on a fielder's choice. Two outs and nobody on. Florence one and Gateway nothing in the last of the ninth inning. Right-hander to right-hander. Trips a one-strike pitch. Regno takes a fastball low and outside ball one. Dustin Woodcock would love a chance. He had that big walk-off home run to right center for the Grizzlies in 2019 against Schaumburg. The pitch, 
Regno takes outside for strike two. My goodness. Pritchard was set up in the outside corner, had to reach further. Regno takes a little walk outside the batter's box to clear his mind with the Grizzlies now down to their final strike. One-two pitch. Andres takes strike three, call over the outside. So Backus rings up the last two Grizzlies hitters. Gateway goes quietly, a perfect save for Tripp in the ninth, and Florence wins it one to nothing. We'll be back with the final totals and more GCS Credit Union postgame show after this on the Grizzlies Media Network. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man. You, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm gonna start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No. I'm asking you questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. one nothing. Florence wins it over Gateway. The Grizzlies won an exciting opener on Friday night of this series. They were feeling pretty good getting back to 500. Then they lost yesterday 6-4 to and tonight one to nothing. In both cases, the game was tied after eight innings. 
In both cases, Florence scored in the top of the ninth to take the lead exclusively on unearned runs, two yesterday and one today. That's not to say they were undeserved victories for the Yalls, but uh, the Grizzlies only really have themselves to blame in how those have gone down and why their record is now at four and six off back-to-back -back losses, and they have dropped four and a half games behind the first place. Yalls only two weeks into the season. Florence is now nine and two, having bounced back nicely. Seven-game winning streak, then a two-game losing streak, if you will, and now they've won back-to-back -to, -back to get themselves moving back in the right direction heading into the off day tomorrow. Nate Gatter, Brandon Ross back with you for the GCS Credit Union postgame show here on the Grizzlies Media Network. Get ballpark discounts with the Grizzlies MVP debit card from GCS Credit Union. Get awesome deals on Grizzlies merchandise and tickets. Visit mygcscu.com. That's mygcscu.com for details. The final totals tonight for the visiting y'alls, one run on six hits, one error, and six men left on base. For the Grizzlies, no, er uh, no runs, eight hits, one error, and eight men were left stranded. Jared Cheek got the win over two and two-thirds. Very good innings of relief for the uh, the Yalls. No runs in those innings. He threw 25 pitches. 21 of them were strikes. And he gets the win to improve to 2-0 and oh with his second win in relief this year. Tanner Cable took the loss for Gateway despite the unearned run to fall to 0-1. Shot of the trip was automatic with a 1-2-3 save. A couple of Ks in the ninth inning. His fourth save of the season and second in as many Florence wins in this series. The game took two hours and 44 minutes. It was played in front of 1,026 fans in Soje. As far as standouts for the Grizzlies, uh, the Diaz had two hits and two steals. Nick Rotola swiped a bag in addition to his single. A couple of hits for Prather, a double and a single. But uh, you'd have to say Grizzlies Media Network player of the game would go to Aaron Ford, who worked six scoreless innings, allowed two hits. He struck out two and walked three. He only needed 84 pitches to get through those six innings. 51 of them were strikes. Carter Hayes also worked two scoreless behind him. And Tanner Cable gave up the unearned run in the ninth. So no earned runs in this entire game, but a 1-0 Florence win. Congratulations nonetheless to Aaron Ford, even though he did not factor in the decision in what turned out to be a losing Grizzlies effort. Uh, absolutely reason for him to be proud heading into the off day tomorrow. With that in mind, I want to remind you we will not be on the air tomorrow. You can still feel free to tune in if you want, but we won't be here. At 6.30, we'll be on the air Tuesday night for the Budweiser pregame show, 6.45 first pitch when the Grizzlies play the sixth game of this eight-game homestand and the opener of a three-game set to finish it out against Cameron Roth's former club, the Lake Erie Crushers, who are mired at the bottom of the Central Division, Gateway's opposite number in the Midwestern Conference, and... The Crushers are up 8-6 to six on our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard over Southern Illinois. That game is in the eighth inning at Rent One Park in Marion. So hopefully the Crushers win that one and then uh, forget how to win when they come down to Soje. That would make them 3-7. and seven. They are 2-7 and seven at the moment. Once again, that game will be underway at 6.45 on Tuesday night. 6.30 will be on the air for our Budweiser pregame show the night after tomorrow. Left-hander Sebastian Kise will go for Gateway. 0-1 in his first two starts of the year with a 2.79 ERA for the Grizzlies' opening night starter. A to-be-announced starting pitcher will pose him for Lake Erie. Once again, the final totals tonight for Florence. One run, six hits, one error, six left. For Gateway, no runs, eight hits, one error, eight stranded. Cheek to win, he's 2-0. Cable the loss, he's 0-1, trip the save, his fourth. Two hours, 44 minutes, the official time of game, 1,026. 10-26, the paid crowd in Soge.
That'll do it for us here this evening from GCS Credit Union Ballpark. Thanks so much for tuning in tonight. For my partner, Brandon Ross, and all of us with the Grizzlies, we appreciate you tuning in each and every night, and we hope you'll be back with us Tuesday evening for the final three games of this homestand against Lake Erie. Once again, our final score, Florence 1 and Gateway nothing. This has been a presentation of Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.